The following is a world-class Bullshitters exclusive. Welcome to World Class Bullshitters, the epitome of pop culture. I'm your host, Jeff Hicks, and with me tonight is the one, the only, Dion Green. Baby, baby, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back. And if you're ever down in the dumps and feel like you can't make it back, remember, hey, even Louis C.K. got a little shimp shimp going on this weekend now. So there's always hope. That I didn't even know something was going on with Louis C.K. Folks, if he can get a second chance, so can you. <laughs> Up next, we have the last standing Samoan Big Rig, Nick Utam. Yeah, it's another Thursday night. And glad to be here. Glad to be back on the Thursday spot. Uh, it feels it feels right. It feels right. I, I miss it. I do too. I can finally press the button that says we're live Thursdays at 8:30, and it's accurate. I don't there think we've go. ever been able to press that button when we had a Thursday show. So, folks, no, because for the, pa- for the past night. three weeks we've been we've been out. So. Well, we have very good reason, and folks, we're about to get you caught up on all the fun stuff that's been going on here at World Class Bullshitters, but first, we have to introduce our final member of this show, American Ramrod, Kendo Slice. Yes, Jeff, I'm glad to be here, and much like the much-debuted Ballyhooed individual over the past weekend, my father also is Dusty Rhodes. (laughs) Dude, we tried to watch Monday Night Raw. We couldn't find a streaming service to use, and we couldn't get a bootleg thing to work on the PlayStation, so we used my phone. And by the time I got to the stream, it was Cody Rhodes talking about his father, and I went, well, this Raw is going to be worthless. Um, That actually was the highlight of the Raw. It was. Um, Because it went downhill after that. Oh, dude. For all the goodwill I had about WrestleMania, and let me rephrase it: for all the goodwill I had towards the WWE from WrestleMania, that Monday Night Raw reminded me that WrestleMania is a special event, and that the WWE is the same shit each and every Monday and Friday. Yep, 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 yep. Now, folks, we have a lot to cover tonight. We're going to be talking a little more about Will Smith and the end of the world, as we know it for him, as well as Ezra Miller. (laughs) We have other topics to talk about, including our friend Nicolas Cage. We're going to be talking about LeBron James for some reason, because I guess he's falling apart, finally. Uh, We're also going to be talking about some music, as well as uh, Disney in Florida. So tonight's episode is episode 301, How to Beat Your Way to Success. So join us tonight for some fun. <laughs> now, the first thing we're going to talk about tonight, besides Nick chuckling in the background, is our <clears throat> word of the day. Are you guys ready for the word of the day? Because this one's fun. Yes. So from our friend SH Rebels 8 he sends in a 666 Super Chat, a wonderful number. It's a, he says, the word of the day is simp. I am simp. Wild, wild simp. How Stella got her simp back and the last <laughs> simp fighter. Now, SA Troubles 08, I would like to change your title from How Stella Got Her Simp Back to How Jada Got Her Simp Back, a Will Smith story. But there you go. I'm on board. That's a slap, knee slapper right there. Oh, God. Oh, fresh, fresh simp of Bel Air. Yeah. Ooh, there we go. Gemini simp. And then simp, or just simp day. There you go. I, I am simp. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Uh, how about simp degrees of separation? Oh, how about how about how about hand simp? Yeah. Instead of Ali, it's just simp. There you go. Colla- collateral simp or, or yeah, there we go. Collateral simp. Seven simps. There we go. Simp in black. <laughs> Simpin ain't easy. <laughs> I don't know why, but that just added. Uh, or, uh, let's see. <laughs> after after simp. Yeah. Independence simp. Did I say that one? Did you guys say that one already? Yeah, okay, but we can simp day would be better. Yeah, because we but all know, know if he, we all know he's not independent in any way. 
true. But what if I mistake Independence Day for the classic training day? So I use the wrong simp in the wrong day and people think I'm quoting, you know, Denzel Washington's superior film. Uh, first of all, it's Denzel Washington. Uh, I, I I honestly doubt that they would. They would. Yeah, no one's going to confuse that. No one. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Everybody's going to be in a simp. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! Hell no! That dude's cool as shit. He he no, could man. cry yeah. during the Civil War and it was still cool. That's very accurate. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen yeah. the movie since high school. But... Yeah, I rewatched uh, Deja Vu and I was like, man, this this fucking good movie. <laughs> He's awesome in it. Dion and I met at a Deja Vu. Small world. <laughs> <laughs> um, our friend we're going to read more of the super chats in a minute folks but make sure you guys are sending in your words of the day I've been enjoying uh, reading these simp titles popping up very early now guys let's get caught up on some housekeeping and some other things so we have the word of the day out of the way uh, we had a fan meetup on Saturday no excuse me Friday night April 1st Dallas Texas at Sirius Pizza and so it was a nice turnout. The nice thing about world-class bullshitters, channel this size, is no matter where you go, you're going to find fans. You could be in big cities, small cities, anywhere you go, there's somebody that knows you. Hell, at WrestleMania, I saw a guy with a Cecil shirt, but we'll talk about that a little later. <laughs> but the That's fan awesome. meetup, yeah, it was well, a cash grab comic shirt. I was like, Cecil, and the guy gave me this look. And if he was going to say something like, are you a fan? I'm like, no, I just know him. Like, but whatever. <laughs> now, you've had fucking right. right. drinks with the guy. <laughs> Yeah, he, he bought us bottles of booze. He's only super generous. Um, yeah. But I digress. Our meetup was at Serious Pizza, and I got the opportunity to meet, uh, let's see, how many, a decent amount of people showed up because we even went to the bar afterwards. But I got to hang out with two of our biggest listeners. First off, Wander, who everyone should know because he's been around for a long time. And then Ninja Lawyer Steve drove hours out of the way to come hang out with us. So, guys, Ninja Lawyer Steve and Wander are both as cool in person as they are online and ninja yeah. lawyer steve you definitely made me laugh as many times in person as your buttons do so folks if you can find a way to support ninja lawyer steve do it because the dude's cool you know uh follow him on twitter or something or just listen to this show for more now now, now now i have i have a question is, is he a ninja and is he indeed a lawyer as well he is something cooler and he can send a message if he wants to tell what he actually does because he's oh, a lawyering ninja ha, ha, ha. <laughs> we got our backs covered metaphorically and <laughs> literally <laughs> but i just wanted to thank everyone that made it out to the meetup because uh no one was super super local uh we had one guy that was a four and a half hour drive away uh, ninja lawyer steve was a few hours out uh i don't know how close wander was but i wanted to thank everybody again because it was a lot of fun uh the pizza slices were giant uh I got I got to try this new drink, the Jameson Orange. I don't know if you guys have seen the commercial for it. Uh, it was a solid drink, too. So this is a fun meetup. But, folks, if you want to hang out with us, and we know you do because, Dion, you were there. I was. It was a pretty good drunk occasion. That we it, it, was, it, was our good to, it was nice. We have, we have a lot of good listeners. Uh, folks, you had the opportunity to hang out with us over at Horror Hound in Cincinnati. That opportunity has passed. Texas has passed, but there is Star Wars celebration here in California, out in Anaheim, California. Mm -hmm. And if you want, you could go for free. Yes, we're giving away a pair of tickets for Saturday of that weekend, Star Wars celebration. And Kendo and the rest of the guys, we're working on our system. So we're going to make that announcement probably in the next two episodes to give you guys ample time. But again, this is just going to be a completely free giveaway. You don't have to do anything to get those tickets. Just be a fan of the channel and... Uh, Maybe win. So uh, find out in the next couple of days about that. 
Uh, we're also making another quick announcement. We have our next watch party. It could be drunk. It could be inebriated, however you want to call it, but it's going to take place on 420. We're going to watch the celebrated stoner classic, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. So get your White Castles, get your beers, get your joints, and hang out and watch Harold and Kumar go to White Castle on 420 with world-class bullshitters. We will be drinking. miss being close to a White Castle. <laughs> Me too, dude. When I went to Cincinnati for my aunt's funeral a few months back, Jesse and I were sitting in the hotel room. It was like 1 a.m. We had already eaten and we weren't that hungry. But she's like, hey, do you want to order some White Castle? So we, we just we weren't even hungry, but we ordered the shit. I love White Castle, man. I drink out of a White Castle coffee mug some days. Lucky. Fuck yeah. I know. I took it for granted that I was 10 minutes away from a White Castle. Now I couldn't even fucking tell you where the closest White Castle is. Same, man. I used to live by three White Castles. I could have gotten to three by the time you could have gotten your one. The nearest White Castle to me... Oh. Wait, no. That's not White Castle. There's White Castle Construction. <laughs> oh, yeah. Solid company. There's, also, Solid company. there's Twin <laughs> Castle, and there's also the Great White Hut. Ooh, I think I got a hooker from there. You did. <laughs> no, 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 no Dion. Hooker. That's the Great White Hope. That, that's different. Damn, you you right, Nick. You right. You right. I, I thought that was me. Good. No, you're just the white guy. That's different. <laughs> He's still great, though. Yeah, I didn't yeah. say he was your friend short. Th- short there. What an asshole. Ah, okay. So the closest White Castle to me is Scottsdale, Arizona. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Where do I go? My it says it's seventy six miles away, but I uh, I have to disagree because. It's like 300 miles for me to get to Phoenix. <laughs> is it weird? Wow. White Castle, first off, is it weird that White Castle is the only website that I will willingly give my uh, location information to? I feel like they got nothing <laughs> but my best interest at heart. I mean, you hope so. I, it's White Castle. What could they do? Uh, what could they do worse than feed me their food? I feel like there's a whole lot of nothing going on here because I'm, I'm zoomed out on the map and... St. Louis, Missouri area into Illinois, Wisconsin, Chicago, Indian, Indiana, and Cincinnati's lighting up like the you know like the fucking sun, and then there ain't shit in the entire west of the country until you get to until you get to Scottsdale. Hey, Kendo, um, yeah, I have good news for you. Okay, your nearest White Castle is my nearest White Castle, Scottsdale, Arizona. <laughs> Yeah, walking 230 miles from me is the nearest oh, White God. Castle on East Vi- sorry, East Via de Ventura in Scottsdale, Arizona. Jeez, I'm glad I live on the East Coast. <laughs> Let's I'm see. Let's get East directions Coast. from old Bruce Exico where I'm at. It is a 373-mile drive to get to White Castle. Folks, if you would like to help us out with our White Castle quest, <clears throat> keep watching. We'll figure out how you can help us. Don't send us <laughs> White Castle, but... Tweet us pictures of you eating White Castle to be the next best thing. Yeah. It well, is a nice a drive, though, if I want to get to White Castle. I have to go to the Tonto National Forest. And if you've never driven through the Tonto National Forest, that is a fucking nice drive. Well, apparently the nearest one to me is in Nashville, four hours away. But it is open 24 hours, so that, that is a plus. I mean... The important things are, Nick. Yeah. 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 Now, folks, we're going to be talking about all sorts of things tonight, but... I wanted to talk a minute, take a minute and talk about my personal, I don't even want to call my personal favorite actor because it's not a strong enough word. I'll just say my personal hero, Nicolas Cage. 
So the next couple of weeks, we have the Nicolas Cage movie, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, which I'm excited for. I don't know about you guys, but I'm there. I would pre-order my tickets if I pre-ordered tickets. Uh, what say you? Are you guys excited for this one? Oh, yeah. 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 Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, it, it it looks fun and ridiculous, um, and and I'm down for it. I when 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 they released the trailer, I thought it was a joke. I thought it was just like, oh, somebody made something funny. No, this is real, and it's it's awesome. So speaking of awesome, folks, tonight we're going to celebrate Nicolas Cage and all of his awesomeness. We're going to be telling you some Nicolas Cage stories that you probably haven't heard before. So join us throughout the show. I'm going to share this one because this makes me feel all nice and warm and fuzzy in my heart. Would you guys like to hear about how generous Nicolas Cage can be? Yes. Why, of course. The eccentric, over-the-top actor recently revealed yet another strange story about his life during a chat with close friend Marilyn Manson for Interview Magazine. <laughs> the Marilyn Manson? Out... Yeah, the Marilyn Manson. <laughs> Not Marilyn Manson of Oakland or Marilyn Manson of Pawtucket, Buffalo? Rhode Island, but, you know, the Marilyn Manson. Gotcha. It turns out Cage is a gambler and managed to win $20,000 in just 20 minutes and then gave the money to charity. In 20 minutes, I turned $200 into $20,000, so I went and found an orphanage in the Bahamas, met all the kids and the headmistress, and said, this is for you, Cage told Manson. I put the 20 grand in her hand, walked away, and never gambled again, because if I did, I would ruin the power of that moment. Damn. <laughs> I wish I could just do that, where it's like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to make 200 grand and then just not do that thing ever again, because of magic. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would like to be able to make the two hundred grand, donate it to an orphanage or like an animal charity or something like that. Then go get another two hundred grand, do it again. Just be like, I love fucking Nick. Robin Hood, driving Cage, around in my it... fucking jeep, just firing money at orphanages. <laughs> is it a white jeep? <laughs> no, mine's blue. All I can Thank all God. I can see is Kendo in a jeep firing money at kids and them getting toppled over by it. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's in like those fucking sacks. Like, like they have they have a black eye, but they're also surrounded by hundreds. Like that's they're just real, like they don't know what to do. Holy so, shit, what? folks! Make that game. Make an eight bit version of like Paperboy, yep. but it's like me just drive like driving down the road in a jeep, just firing bags of money at like charity places. I can the only the only thing I can imagine that would be that'd be worse if you had like a machine gun of money and like a, a, you stopped it at like a kid's school crossing and it's just like all right kids I hope you I hope you have here's your lunch money for the for for, for the next lifetime and it's like it's just dude it's like those gun you know like when you go to the like the baseball game or something like that and they got those fucking air cannons to shoot the t-shirts but it's like fucking wads of like hundreds yeah that's all it is it's just you you just have wads of money and like this like this pneumatic machine gun just firing at kids it's like oh my god I'm so happy out my face. Yes, generous man. <laughs> generous man donates one million to orphanage. Accidentally kills five children. I'm about to say that's that's the gun that they specifically tell you not to point at people's faces. But you you can be instead of paper boy, you can be charity boy. Charity boy, there you go. Yeah. Hey, do you guys want to rent an air cannon, or we can? I'm sorry. What? <laughs> is there I mean, any other answer? But is yes? that a serious question? Because you Who's know, say no. Yes. Well. Folks, we can do this together. Let me pull up these rates right here because this is a much better deal than the Galactic Star Cruiser from Disney. <laughs> so, for, guys, for five hundred and ninety-five, you know, fuck it, let's go back. Let's just be conservative for a minute. For two hundred ninety-five dollars, we can rent for a week the Breeze one fifty. I don't know what that is, but this is world-class bullshitters, and of course, we need the best because we are the best. We need the Hurricane four hundred. It can blow. <laughs> uh, 
it, it costs $45 to ship it each way, but it can shoot up to 400 feet. The barrel length is 28 inches. And T-shirts can shoot four shirts at a time uh, and launches and holds 20 in the tank. And it can be used for venues types like the NBA, the NFL, NASCAR, and the MLB. Wait, so you Dude. have it sent to you and then you send it back? Yeah. Yep. We we should totally just mount that on top of the car and just fucking Oh, my God. And just, you know, oh, what? Holy shit. Roll, up, roll up to a convention in that son of a bitch. And everyone's what like all fuck? excited. And you're just, poof, poof, just launching shirts at them. You know what we'll do? I got it. Those look, we'll dangerous do? Those look fucking dangerous as hell. Like, but then <laughs> that's why we need to buy them. Oh, my God. But Kendo, oh my God. what we that's do nuts. is we, fit, we rig it up onto my car and we drive in and shoot people with Wokebuster shirts. As yes. There you go. I didn't get to tell anybody this, folks, because we were still in the process. But last weekend at Horror Hound, I spoke to the real Ghostbusters of Ohio. I'm looking to get uh, some Wokebusters cosplay for conventions to promote the book. You know, a couple Wokebusters nice. shirts. So I'll oh be God. on the lookout. I could, I, 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 could, I, could, I could just imagine you rolling up to like Star Wars Celebration, this thing. Like, you go real fast, stop all of a sudden. <laughs> the thing comes out the top and you start hammering people with fucking T-shirts. Oh, my God. Everyone's going to love it. They're like, what's wrong? <laughs> What are you they, doing? Like they man? would be, they would be so scared for a second. It's like, what the fuck is that? Oh, it's a T-shirt. Oh my god. Yeah. What you, what you do? It says world class bullshitters on it. No way this yeah. is going wrong. Dude, you, you get, you just got to aim for from below the chest, so that way you either strike them in the stomach, nothing vital, or in the groin, which could be Something dangerous, fine. but at the same time, also not fatal. Yeah, I, I would love to go dress a Mandalorian and shoot a bunch of people in the dick with a T-shirt gun. That's what <laughs> I'm going to do at celebration. I mean, it'd be funny. Oh it's my better God. than Life Day. <laughs> yeah, that's for bit of a dick move, but funny. A shot in the dick move. That's how the main event. Well, one of the matches at WrestleMania ended, Kendo. So we'll be talking about that. Why well, somebody got shot the dick with a T-shirt? Well, kinda. It's a foot, but it's still in the dick. Mm. Yeah. So uh, let's check in with the audience, and then let's start tonight's show proper, where we'll talk about Will Smith, how to beat your way to the top, like Ezra Miller. Uh, SA Troubles 08, thank you very much. She says, I'll take a Joe Rogan high as fuck and a Joe Rogan motorcycle, please. Well, of course you will. <clears throat> of course you'll get that <clears throat> when you ask for it. So, uh, what's next? You want your Joe Rogan high as fuck? We'll give you that one first. Imagine if you gave a white supremacist five MEO DMT, and then as the first one, as they're exhaling, yeah. Yeah, and you requested the Joe Rogan motorcycle as well. Did you see that guy accidentally hit that moose with his car? No. Holy shit, Jamie, pull that video up. Oh my god, oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, love him. Uh, that's SA Troubles 08 we're, we're talking about, though. Thank you. Bear Business 1, thank you for your generous $10 super chat, says, Hey, yo, hard work pays off. Dreams come true. Bad times don't last. But Dion will learn to love the horse ladies. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, don't think, I don't think I can fit that on a t-shirt. Are you sure? <laughs> you sure? You sure that won't look good on your chest? Yeah, I'm pretty damn. No, pretty what, damn. What, what, what we need is Uncle, D, Uncle Dion says don't get honey decked. That, that's all we need. 
Oh, there'll be an honey, uh, Uncle Dion Green's Honey Dickin shirt. Don't worry, folks. What I wanted to tell everyone is we're having a push, a tax day push for the final, I guess, time. We're offering the original World Class Bullshitters t-shirt. So if you're a fan of the channel and you want to get the GTA logo or you want to get uh, some of the older designs, this is it. Because we're going to be doing our overhaul in the next three weeks and I'm going to have some new designs. Uh, maybe Mr. Cleo, maybe the honey butter, or not the honey butter, the honey dickin' shirt. Uh, but it'll be WCBS shirts uh, on the regular now. We'll have some new things in the store uh, regularly. So make sure you guys are checking out shopwcbs.com. If you're a big fan, because you're listening now, uh, go over, grab yourself a beer glass, and get that for the Harold and Kumar 420 special here on World Class Bullshitters. I want White Castle so much. All I can think about is a shitty crinkle cut fries. Yeah, same here. Same here. The onion chips, though, man. Uh, they're good. Yeah, I like those, too. Um, the chicken, chicken rings, rings all day. are not terrible. They are actually slightly good, especially when they're fresh. They're, they're both slight. They're both slight. I say they're solid good. Yeah, as, as, long as, as long as they're better than the fucking Taco Bell ones. Oh, oh. I mean, there's not much that's worse than that. It's terrible fucking experience. Ooh. What is the... Oh, Kendo, I forgot to tell you. We went to Whataburger twice over this trip. It was great. You're smart. <laughs> Whataburger's the bomb. It was. It was delicious. We had. Uh, I had a double bacon cheeseburger from Whataburger, and I also had some sweet and spicy cheeseburger. But I had... Oh, gee, Dr. Pepper milkshakes... Dr. Yep. Pepper in Texas, dude. I don't know if it's created down there or whatever, but they have all these versions of Dr. Pepper products as well as like not Dr. Pepper, Dr. Pepper. Like we tried this craft version of Dr. Pepper. It was great. Like, yeah, Texas. <laughs> oh, yeah. Last time I was at Whataburger a week or so ago, I got the jalapeno cheeseburger, um, the fries with the spicy ketchup, and a Dr. Pepper milkshake. It was awesome. Dr. Pepper milkshake. That that sounds interesting. That's very interesting. It is surprisingly good. Oh, all right. I just I I want more, but they're delicious. Hey Dion. Yeah. Uh, now I know you're on your phone, but can you access the chat without clicking away? Yeah. Or no. Okay. If you do me a favor, uh, we have a super chat request from our friend Dutch Swede who asks, "Can Cleo give a Scorpio reading for the audience?" So, Dion, Mr. Cleo uh, has been requested. So, ooh, folks, ooh, give Mr. Cleo up. a moment to get prepared. And when he's here, he will really be here. And he will give you uh, the daily update. <clears throat> Hit me. You're up. Oh, no no background. Cool, 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 cool. Anyway, oh, <laughs> darling. God damn, started laughing. Ah, darling, ah, I'm at a mercy. Oh, you're a Libra, aren't you, darling? No, no, you're a Scorpio. Let me tell you what's happening, darling. April 7th, 2022. You always tend to have good powers of concentration. Oh, she's a Scorpio, ain't she, darling? But today, you're more focused than usual. Probably on a project that means a lot to you. This could be a job related. <laughs> it might involve helping a friend. Or maybe just a personal project. Whatever it is, you should accomplish a lot today because <laughs> you're not a Libra, darling. The downside is that you might forget to eat, sleep, or take any breaks. <laughs> take care. I'm at a mercy. <laughs> These have been the wise words of Mr. Cleo. <laughs> Count me now because the cards don't lie. 
You laugh, dude, but within 10 episodes, we'll have a fucking call in line and people will call Mr. Oh Cleo and ask her if their horoscopes on oh, air. Let's do it. Let's be great, uh, boys. Let's be great. <laughs> Caesar Jorpin says the Simpsons movie. Wait, there you go. You had a simp in the title. There you go. Are there many other Simpsons <laughs> <or> simp titles? <laughs> wow, wow, West. <laughs> we have another one from our friend Space Monkey 0899, longtime listener. Thank you. He says, after seeing sorry, after seeing Therial 5 tech demo and how they can create realistic looking humans in action scenes, why do we need celebrities anymore? We Excellent don't. Question. Yeah. Well. Yeah, like 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 I said before, they're probably gonna see, probably gonna even even you know the younger ones now they're probably just full body scanning them in, doing voice prints and things like that, and they're gonna live forever in some digital form. It's gonna be fucking weird. So yeah, eternally euthanized. Yeah, which is which is funny because Jam Cameron made that joke in Entourage like years ago, <laughs> and it's actually happening. Oh God. Well, wasn't the there a movie a couple years back with Al Pacino where they create an artificial intelligence celebrity? Like, I wonder how far we are removed oh, from that shit. scenario where we just make a fake. Like, look, Billie Eilish and all these other people are pretty fake as it is. But imagine like a truly digital, actually written, created out of binary code celebrity like that. Yeah, so, I, I, I think it was like Simone. What if it's non-binary code? <laughs> oh, that's a, that's a risk I wanted to take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it was called the uh, Simone or Simulation One was like the breakdown of it. But yeah, that's what he did. Yeah, that's what that was. Probably it's a t- 2002. Yep, that was it. God. <clears throat> not that. Now it's a movie that's kind of ahead of its time. Not that it's a great movie or something that you should all go out and watch this week. <laughs> but 20 years ago, this was. A I love. No, no, no. Here's the, here's the description <clears throat> A contemporary satire in Hollywood, Simone is the story of a disillusioned producer, Victor Tarnaski. Who creates the first total, totally believable synthetic actress? Yeah. Now, That's hold on, though. You forgot the second part, Nick. Simone, however, swept up by her instant success, including a major singing career, the producer cannot bear to admit to fraud to the world or himself. So, so, so he, he creates something that's too good, and then yeah, <laughs> it's like it artificial. It's like AI meets the Truman Show. Yeah. Yeah, it is strange though that 20 years ago all of our great science fiction ideas are now just the real world and it all kind of sucks. It's like we want this and want that. Yeah, we got it all. We got the flat TVs and the shit you can do and the glasses that show your show videos and you can watch movies on your watch and all this crap. Yeah, we got that future. It's kind of shitty though. All this technology. I, I, I love the description and the shit you can do. <laughs> yep, Thanks, the Red. shit you can do. <laughs> and the shit you can do, boy. Thanks, Ray. Hey. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, like, I, I, I mean, according to Apple, everything, they're going to have a device subscription service coming up very soon. So you won't own any of their shit ever, actually. Hmm. Well, just go to see what them fucking douchebag geniuses to fix it for you. God, this is like, this, once again, this is my last iPhone. I'm going, I'm going Android after this, man. You should have just I been got, an Android the, Android the whole time like I am because I don't give in to the shitty system that they tried to go. I'm a free thinker. I'm independent. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Try, trust me, I'm, I'm, I'm commercial I'm... right now. <laughs> you do, you really do. <laughs> hey, you know what? But I've got an Android. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely, I'm definitely going that right after this. Yeah. So, Nick, get yourself the uh, Samsung Galaxy S22 Ultra. I just got one. It's cool. Oh, definitely, uh, definitely. Mm-hmm. It's, it's got a lot of power. 
Oh yeah, man. Yeah, I'm, yeah, nope. I'm, uh, yeah. One, yeah, one, yeah, yeah. I'm like once, once this is once this is done in the next uh, year or so. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to Android, man. Fuck it. We, I just realized we need an unlimited power button here on this channel. Just the Emperor screaming. We need Emperor Palpatine buttons in general. He's just too fucking yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah, you know, his, yeah, 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 yeah. Like you know, uh, yeah, definitely like yeah, the the do it and then like the dark side one and a bunch of other ones we need from him. Drive forward. Now kill him. There you go. <laughs> I'm afraid the shield generator will be operational when your friends arrive. <laughs> Evil motherfucker. You're sneaking him to sleep there, Palpy. Hey, hey, it's just the dark side, baby. It's just the dark side. Sounds mm. like a warm glass of milk. Yeah. <laughs> you got fucking imagine Lando is actually working for the Sith. Come on, baby. I'm cooling the other side of the pillow. Just come on, step over to the dark side, baby. Come on, go ahead and have you a coat. Hello, what's happening? Maybe a different movie altogether. I mean, be he... better than what we got. <laughs> that's that's yeah. also true. Maybe, 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 maybe Lando was the one training, uh, training uh, uh, Darth Maul or something. He was, he was the true Sith Lord, Dark Lord of all. There after all this time, there you go. He come was on, actually Leia. the Dark Lord. There you go. Come on, baby. Come over to this dark side. It's a lot more fun. <laughs> I could I could watch that movie. Yeah, I'd watch it. I'll watch the spell. Oh, so, Billy D. Williams yeah. just fucking sweet talking women drinking Colt 45 flying around in space. Hell yeah, dude. Sign me up. <laughs> yeah. Did you see this week they released some new Star Wars toy images and Pimp Lando is one of them? Pimp Lando. Oh, oh, Battlefront. Truly belongs with us amongst the clouds. Correct. I will do a whole spiel on it. I might make a video, but they released a new toy wave and there's, again, no Disney characters are in this wave. It's like video game stormtroopers and Princess Leia with a rifle. Like, we've moved past the point where Star Wars characters are marketable, the new ones, and now we go back and we do other world versions or other media appearance versions. Again, folks, never take, never tell, or sorry, let me rephrase that. Never take anyone seriously if they tell you that the Disney Star Wars films really were impactful. Good is subjective. You can agree with them. You can challenge their intelligence. That's up to you. But no one can ever say that they're impactful because they're not. Well, they made a bunch of money. You know what? Avatar made more money than any other film ever. And nobody gives a fuck. McDonald's makes That's a ton it. of money. <laughs> well, another, another another way to look at that is, um, uh, what was it? E.T. made a bunch of money and uh, screwed over the thing. But the thing is, everybody talk, the, thing is, is the one everybody talks about these days. Right. Mm. Yep. Yeah, the thing is a superior film to ET in every single way. Oh yeah, I, I. All right, we're gonna save this for another day. But who's a better director, John Carpenter or Steven Spielberg? Dude, <laughs> damn. Oh. Long term, I think I gotta go Spielberg. But, but that I mean, fuck. they kind of well, seventies, eighties into the nineties. Carpenter was well, that dude could barely even the shittier movies still. That, those movies still hit. Yeah, even yeah, even even yeah, even Dark Star wasn't bad. Um, but I, think, I fucking I love think, uh, John Carpenter's vampires too. Oh god, that's that's such a '90s movie. Holy shit! Um, <laughs> it is '90s as fuck. But but here's but here's the thing: like they're they're both at other, at other ends of the spectrum, and I think they kind of they have their own thing, and that you can't really compare them in that way because Spielberg's never really gotten into horror or any anything really actiony. And um, Carpenter hasn't done anything like family friendly or anything. I think the most family friendly thing he did was like the Elvis documentary and like 
the late seventies, early eighties, maybe with uh, Kurt Russell. But even then, like that was that was. I mean, it. I think the most family friendly thing he did was escape from New York, because that's okay. not. <laughs> You know, it's not no, necessarily vulgar No, no, Escape from L.A. Escape from L.A. was the, oh, was the most... Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah, that's probably the closest thing we got. <laughs> no. Because there's no uh-uh. outright titties in that one. Guys, memoirs, memoirs of the Invisible Man. That's, oh, shit. Fuck, like, oh, fuck, that fuck, is... Even though it's not a great movie, that's his... Uh, what yeah, it's, it's, his, uh, it's, it's fun, though. Opus. It's fun. The, the, the effects are good and everything's... Um, it's, it's, it, 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 that was one of the first Mark Cumberland movies I used to watch as a kid. Um, and I was like, oh, this is really good. <laughs> But you know you what, know, Jeff? What? There's only one way to solve this. The great mm. pop culture debate. Oh, shit. We'll have to bring it back. Mm. <laughs> I Look, I'd be down to debate that. I'll have to be the moderator, though. It's hard for me to debate on the show. Because I can't... I Fine. Somebody needs to... If I'm going to debate, we need somebody to moderate with a hard time limit so I don't veer off into 12 million tangents. Oh, I'll do it. Right. Yeah, Folks, I don't. Walking, I, yeah, I, 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 I don't like that because Kendo can be bought off. I don't like that. I was about to say that motherfucker is very susceptible to bribery. Kendo, yeah, I got a Dr. Pepper. I got a Dr. Pepper milkshake with your name on it, buddy. Okay. See, those guys are gonna be like, "Oh yeah, he bought off for that." No, I can. I'm gonna be in Albuquerque on Tuesday. I can get my own damn Dr. Pepper milkshake. You gotta give. You gotta up the ante there, bud. Fine, I will give you. You can have one of the things that came from my pre-order list this week. How's that sound? Okay, that's that's a good offer. But see, one of the things these other two clowns don't realize is if I can be bought off, why aren't they trying to buy? Apparently, they don't want to win bad enough. <laughs> I'm sorry that we have integrity, Jabroni. Yeah, the only thing that matters at the end of the day are W's. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Nobody and remembers you know the what? loser with integrity. Well, let's talk about our favorite W for just a second. George Bush doesn't care about black people. That's our favorite W. That's true. World That's true. Okay. Mike Myers' now, face makes me laugh every time. Is it? Does it cut to Chris Rock or Chris Tucker afterwards? So it's Chris Tucker, but yeah, okay. it's it's only after Mike Mike poor Mike like kind of looks at him and looks back, and then they go to Tucker. He's like, uh, well, well, yeah, it's uh, it's crazy what happened. I love it. <laughs> okay, oh, we all knew that his Kanye's ass was was crazy, but he just he every once in a while he'd peek through, he'd peek through at us, and then mm-hmm. motherfucker just burst onto the scene. I'm fucking yeah. wild. Yeah, he, he he slow played it. He slow played it like a motherfucker, dude. He. Mm-hmm. What do you mean he slow played it? Have you, have you ever seen an interview with him? Ever even back in the day, he was crazy. Yeah, was but he's that still, bad. He still had that like. You know, not okay. He so he was very vocal about himself and very out there, but he didn't. It wasn't like nowadays crazy. Okay, it's not the change in the name. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, because he's billionaire crazy now. Before he was millionaire crazy. Yeah, well, there was still glimpses that you know maybe he's just playing things up and he ain't completely fucking totally bonkers but oh, then shit you, like that happens love, yeah i love you you say that and then like jeff shows his picture it's like really he's not completely again okay. we're talking about 2004 to I mean, 2006 Kanye. he is... wasn't completely off the reservation yet exactly that was that was 05 was george bush don't care about black people this is some motherfucking blade runner this yes. negro done lost his goddamn mind crazy. <laughs> yeah. 2005 this is whole, nuttier than the... peanut butter yeah, the George Bush outburst, that was just a peek behind the curtain. 
you're like, wait, did he just go there? Well, okay. It's kind of maybe he's just very passionate and he's very upset because he's a big fan of Reggie Bush who's plowing this chick right now that he might marry one. <laughs> <laughs> Not just marry, procreate with. Correct. And then lose to the skinny meth looking motherfucker from SNL. <laughs> That's how crazy he's so crazy. He's like a background character in a Tim Burton movie. That's how fucking crazy he is. He looks oh, like shit. one right there. Oh, shit. He's as crazy. Remember that scene in the Matrix Revolutions where they go down to the club and it's the two chicks and one's just r- ranking the other chick's nipple and everybody's like dancing in that crazy shit? He's one of those motherfuckers. Now, in slight defense right here, this picture right here, how do we know he's just not cosplaying as Uncle Fester? <laughs> because I, I didn't think anybody cared about the Adams family. Uncle anymore, Fester dude, doesn't but... wear alligator shoes. Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Uncle Fester d- doesn't wear yees. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, I'm gonna get, okay, that makes sense now. But, you know, you look at it at first glance, it's like, oh, it's Halloween. He's Uncle Fester. He's a big Adams family fan. <laughs> Dude, that was yesterday. We talking about that, Kendo. Calm down. The fact that he looks like that, or the fact that it's very possible that he's a huge Adams Family fan. I mean, I, I wouldn't put it past him. Yeah, I mean, I can see him right now doing a fucking Adams Family Monsters, you know, binge marathon in his basement while he's upset about, you know, getting pictures from Pete Davidson of him banging Kim Kardashian. Or he's sitting in the fucking armchair in his basement, winking into old pictures of Christina Ritchie from fucking Black Snake Mode. <laughs> it's it's all possible. It's the whole game that's available for this crazy motherfucker. Don't get me wrong. Early Kanye's music, fucking awesome. But that dude lost his fucking mind. Or he is doing exactly what you said, but instead of looking at pictures of Christina Ricci, he's talking to her on the phone, asking her to make Black Snake Moan Part 2. <laughs> like tonight, like right now. Yeah, like the right moaning. then. Film the Black, Snake Moan part, Black Snake Moan Part 2, the moaning. <laughs> That's a film I can't wait to see. Can you think part two? Do you think this is a fucking game? (laughs) (laughs) So our our friend Primer, thank you very much, Primer, for your generous $10 super chat. Hey, all world-class bullshitters, have you guys seen the trailer for Ambulance? It looks like late 90s Michael Bay action film in a good way. Lots of gunfights, explosions, and high-speed car chases. It comes out tomorrow. Mm. Uh, Yes, uh, it does. Yeah, I've seen the trailer. I know, yeah, no, I'm down. I'm down. Um, I, I, I really, yeah, I was. It does, it, it does look really good. I'm really, I, I really want to check it, check it out whenever I can. I know we got uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. We have, um, <laughs> I don't know how to say that guy's name. Jake Gyllenhaal. He's the black dude. Yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't yeah. really say his name either. <laughs> but it? Hillary doesn't want to see it at all, and I'm definitely gonna make her go see it. She's like, it just looks like a Michael Bay movie. And I'm like, uh, fuck yeah. Plus. It's 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 sensitive Jake Gyllenhaal character, and every time we see one of those, you know he dies at the end of the movie. So I'm excited <laughs> to go on that fucking journey. So, is that is that how it goes? To be sensitive, dude. Every fucking movie, fucking every single one, every fucking Jake Gyllenhaal where he's the sensitive. You know, I love the other character in this movie. He fucking dies. Yeah, and then we have um, Isa G- Gonzalez or whatever. Um, she's. Uh, she was from the what? What show was it from? Wait, are you guys not even going to try to attempt Yaha Abdul Mateen the second? <laughs> I was about to because it doesn't look that hard, but apparently Nick has problem pronouncing those weird names that people have, right, Nick? 
Oh yeah, I, I, hate, I, I hate I hate I hate those weird names those people have all the time. Yeah. It's like I mean, it's not like Paul week, it's something else. Forever. <laughs> yeah, the chicks from uh, the the Dust Till Dawn TV show. That's where she started. It's also in Baby Driver. Uh, this movie looks uh, fun to me. I was always going to go see Ambulance because we went and Jesse and I went and saw some movie. I was a jackass, but every trailer had one title, so it was Ambulance dog and something else and i kept going like are we really reverting that backslide into like simplistic titles and then i thought it's michael bay i don't give a shit this one looks fun i thought pain and gain was a good movie yeah i'll say good i love pain and gain <laughs> michael bay look transformers can suck a dick those movies are garbage the first one it's the best and then bumblebee doesn't count because michael bay didn't direct that one That's but those true. main um... ones are shit Pearl yeah, Harbor, and, I think I think I think Pain and Gain yeah. was one that he that he wrote directed or at least you know did a little bit of the screenplay work and directed um, as well because he I, I know the only one he wrote and directed was was the Island, which was still which was still pretty it was still a pretty solid movie I, I think yeah, I really the didn't like it. isn't terrible I agree I, I think that movie gets unjustly shit out a little bit no it does but he, he here's the thing here's the thing it's it's better than uh, Sucker Punch which was which was directed and written by um, uh, Zack Snyder, <laughs> Zach Snyder. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I fucking hate that movie yeah. <laughs> So I mean, there's the there's the difference. <laughs> now, I primer. I gotta say though, uh, Ambulance is not number one on my list of movies to see this weekend. If I was gonna go to the movies, I would actually see this third because I want to see everything everywhere all at once. I saw that trailer. Oh shit, that's coming out too. Fuck. Yeah. So and then Sonic drops tomorrow. Oh my god. That's right. Uh, I can I I can wait to see that. I mean, I did love the first yeah, I one. The it's kids fun. to go see it. So that's why yeah. I, I know. I'm sorry. Here's what you do. You take the kids, you leave them in Sonic, and you go watch Ambulance. Okay. Listen, hey, I'm actually yeah. not going to lie to you guys. I am actually kind of excited to see Sonic because I like the first one a lot. I ain't going to lie to you. I, I'm, I'm kind of pumped to see fucking Sonic. <laughs> there's no problem with Knuckles that. is I mean, my favorite character. And then the rumor is that there's going to be like a shadow end of credits thing. So I'm like, all right, let's, let's fucking know, do this shit. Do you know who's voicing Knuckles? Yeah, it's fucking Idris Elba. Yes. God damn it. Jesus, that guy really is Idris Elba. Whoa, yeah. calm down, Kendo. Calm down. Shut up, Kendo. What? He's saying that they're in everything, not that they all look alike. Yeah. Of course, Nick went there. That's what he thought. <laughs> Jesus. So we got Idris Elba on screen right here with his Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember I don't remember Idris Elba being being violent though. That's the thing. He was, I've never seen been Idris Elba a... smack Chris Rock. Yeah, let's yeah. see. I yeah. I remember him being quite nice. Ha ha ha. Wild Wild West. So, folks, we had so much fun with with Will Smith last week, uh, guys. Oh, and, 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 and also, and also, ladies and gentlemen, remember we were we were the ones who actually watched the Oscars. Correct. We've done it four years in a row now, and we actually witnessed that live. So, uh, you're welcome. Yeah, yeah, folks, go back and watch our very drunk Oscar watch party. You can watch us. We're on camera. We had multicam set up. We treated it like they treat the Oscars. It happened. No, but in reality, folks, it is our fourth year, and it's something that World Class Bullshitters has always done. We lampoon Hollywood. We don't. We have never come together to celebrate uh, brown nosing. We're not looking for a handout, so we're not going, going. Oh, yay, yeah, it's so great and empowering for Hollywood. No, we keep count when they say stupid shit, all that fun stuff. So make sure you go back. The replay still up. I'm gonna leave it up for a few more days because it's a very impactful one. The moment that Will Smith, well, let's be honest, here in America, that shit froze, and then we all found out what happened on Twitter. But you can watch us find out together, and then watch the clips on air. 
Now, I wanted to press this special button to get me in the mood for talking about Will Smith because as a kid, oh, man, I could talk about Will Smith any day of the week. The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Independence Day, all those things. Men in Black, Wild Wild West, fun shit. Love the dude. But uh, now to talk about Will Smith, I need to take a step back to remind myself why I liked him so much. So, Jeff, pick a number between 1 and 69, and we'll press the button. All right, I'll press it. Oh, that's great. So uh, before we jump into this, one more message from our listener, Cesario Japan, uh, who says, and this is actually a perfect transition. So Cesar Jorpin says, Will getting the rug pulled from under him after slapping Rock, Ezra at risk of losing his whole in- <clears throat> his role in The Flash, are we seeing Woke getting broke? Well, Cesario Japan, we are seeing, we're seeing people just have to pay up. Realistically, what we're seeing is people who are at a certain level, certain status, certain celebrity, and basically they're getting their shit pushed in because there are ramifications. You know, you can do what you want, but then there's going to be you know, the slapping back, the bounce back. And that's where we are with these guys. And I'm going to have a lot of fun talking about that because in the case of Will Smith, some people want to say, oh, he's the victim. He's this, he's that. Oh, whatever. But Ezra Miller, on the other hand, that dude's a fucking nut. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, he is. Now, he's a major asshole. Well, Cesare Japan, I'm glad you asked the question about the woke getting broke. I think a lot of people use the woke stuff as a coverall because they don't know what they're actually discussing. You know, sometimes you can use woke in an ironic sense. You can use it in a certain in a in a serious sense. But I don't think anything that's happening with Will Smith and Ezra Miller are is any kind of wokeness because what wokeness is is layered and varied again it's a phrase it's used as a coverall if you will and so again it's just reality the ramifications of their actions now if they get away scot-free can you call that woke i'd call it money i'd call it status i'd call that i wouldn't even use the woke word to describe what's going on with this story because it's all about this what do you guys think do you think this is anything to do with wokeness or do you think this is straight no, up just- I, no I, you know the the, the woke no. thing has gotten at this point you know shit like woke and simp has just gotten so out of control it's just the thing that people say to attach it to anything that they don't like then the other side of the coin is oh i want to sound like i'm super progressive and intelligent so i'm saying hey, stay woke man you know it's just you know this is just we watched one dude do something incredibly fucking stupid and kind of get away with it because He's one of the most highest earning actors alive right now, or at least in the past was, you know, I, you know, I, at this point, especially now, you know, with everybody playing armchair psychiatrists, you know, it's it, it just another example of, you know, someone says something and then people fucking repeat the shit. Then it becomes a whole different conversation. You know, does this have anything to be with being woke? No. You know, it's it's Will Smith being an asshole for his asshole wife and Ezra Miller, who's always been a fucking asshole, being a fucking asshole and finally starting to get, you know, the like you said, the, the, the consequences to his goddamn actions. So, yeah, I, it ain't got shit to do with that. Well, let's start talking about some of those consequences that Will Smith is facing. So <clears throat> last week, folks, we were coming off of the actual slap. It had been so recent because we went live on Wednesday instead of Thursday that not a ton of news had really 
the story hadn't really changed. We knew that there were things happening, that people were looking into things, that people were going to, you know, change the world for this story. Well, we have our first uh, ramification. Will Smith has resigned from the Academy, and there's currently a formal investigation uh, going on right now. Were you guys surprised Will Smith dropped out of the Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts, and Sciences? <laughs> no, I think no. Well, I think well, he was I mean, going to do something. Here's the, here's the thing. Either he made the statement that he's dropping out or they were going to kick him out. And if they right. kicking him out would have looked a lot worse than him dropping out. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, so it was, it, it's, you know, it's a whole, it's just, you know, an appearance thing. It's like, yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and drop out and make a statement about it and make it all official. This way they don't kick me out because it'll be a lot worse. I don't know. I thought he was going to hold into it and that they were just going to, sort of let it slide just give him a slap on the wrist and everything because one he is will smith and two hollywood's really good at protecting their own that's oh, true are. that's true i mean like they, yeah they did the standing of they did give him a standing ovation after he did his like six and a half minute speech you know yeah Jeez. well listen and, and and that whole thing you know i you don't get me wrong right i'm I, i'm never going to defend uh those people in hollywood you know but uh, again i think even to just not again, not even to give him any credit. You know, what do you have him do in that moment? I, you know, I think obviously they tried to walk him out. He said, No, you know, if there ain't a group of motherfuckers that's gonna go up on stage and make someone leave, it's a room full of fucking actors at the fucking Oscars. So, you know, and then they're definitely not gonna sit there and not do anything. You know, this is these are the same people that were okay with the academy kicking a bunch of homeless people out of uh, out of one of the old structures to have the fucking academy awards. So don't get me wrong, I, I get all that, but you know, it's just like that. You know, I you know I wouldn't have expected them to do anything in the moment. You know, it, it is it's not like we're talking about the fucking you know you know state trooper graduation or some shit. They're, they're, these are all actors. They're not going to actually stand up for anything. I mean, come on. No, it's all about the money and how you can look good in the moment. Right. Now, according to the news. Will Smith's talent, talent agency addresses the report it considered dropping him as a client. So, have you heard that they were considering dropping him? Dude, I did not hear that. That is that is some shit. If like, I, I mean, I, I I love it that that this is, this is all happening to what you know what was the biggest actor in Hollywood the, you know years ago. But yeah, one little like, like just just he got one, one thing. little fight in his yeah. I was about to say I was about to say that I was about to fucking say that. <laughs> Yeah, you got one little little fight. His publicist publicist got scared, and then they dumped him, and then he has no career. Um, That's the joke. Oh no! Well, hold on. I feel so bad if Will. Now, first off, folks, they looked into that story. That was actually never um, true. They weren't going to drop him. But I have zero sympathy for Will Simp because his net worth is a reported $350 million. So if this guy never gets another movie, if he never acts again, if he never sings another song. He's fine. This is a really rich guy who's not going to get work because he hits somebody. That's I don't care. Like he's I, I care, but like he could get even more work. It's fine. Like Will Smith, you're cool. You have more than a quarter of a billion dollars. Like, please let me feel so sorry for you. Let me get my violin out, guys. Oh, Will Smith is never gonna. <laughs> oh no, he's never gonna get another twenty million dollar payday. Oh god. Yeah, like, and listen. Yeah, I, yeah. I doubt that's going to happen, but yeah, he he'll he'll be all right. If we don't see Will for another fifteen years, he'll he'll be okay. <laughs> what if he comes back and he's like, in fifteen years, he's serious, he's stern, he doesn't smile, he doesn't laugh, but he's still like 
a bankable actor and like starts winning Oscars, but he's got this shitty chip on his shoulder attitude. Do you think well, that'll work? Well, no. In 15 years, he's still going to be married to Jade, and she's still going to be pulling the strings. So that, that's true. Really <laughs> he'll be he'll be in his late 60s. She'll be in her early 60s. She'll be still banging dudes in their 20s. So I mean, the more things change, the more they stay the same, Jeff. It's true. Uh, now, I've been following a lot of this story, like everyone else, and I see a certain thread in the media trying to pull out sympathy for all of this for Will Smith's family to try to make him look better. Now, what are you guys worried about the people in Will Smith's life? Because there, there's a crisis going on to save the brand that is Will Smith, his inner circle. <laughs> Not worried. I, I mean, from an empathetic standpoint, it's like, yo, I mean, I, it fucking sucks. But yeah, I'm not worried about the long term ramification of what's going to happen to the kid who fucking was tweeting about babies being the smartest things on the earth. No, I'm not worried about that. <laughs> no sympathy. Yeah, yeah. Well, once again, those kids grew up rich. They, uh, they, they're, right. they're gonna, they're gonna be fine. They're gonna be. They, they probably have trust funds from here until eternity. They'll be okay. Yeah, they were specifically lampooned for being rich in a South Park episode, a very memorable South Park episode. So, <laughs> yeah. Now, this last sentence cracked me up, but let me tell you guys the whole thing. So, there's a meeting coming up to discuss the fate of Will Smith. It was scheduled for April 18th, but now it's been pushed forward to tomorrow. So, tomorrow, what? At 9 a.m. Pacific time. There will be a meeting to decide Will Smith's fate. And this is the shit kicker. This is the part I wanted to read very specially. The meeting where Will Smith's fate may be decided will take place over a Zoom video conference. Oh, <laughs> who's meeting? <laughs> Wait, so hold on. Who hold is on. it? <laughs> yeah, what's Who, yeah, well, yeah, who's who, having the meeting? Yeah, who's, who's having the meeting? The Academy. This, oh, the is Academy. Academy. this is the Academy. This is the Oscars. This oh, is um, okay. the official, official. Uh, okay. Decision. So. So they're having a Zoom meeting because they don't want to meet in person, and it's a fucking yeah. Friday. They're just like, yeah, we're going to sit at home, and we're going to be in our underwear and talk about this shit. That's how you know there's, like, nothing going to happen here. Like, they're <laughs> they're going to come out with an official reprimand statement, and that will be it, because they, they're literally phoning it in. They are literally <laughs> phoning it in. No, I really mean, they could, they, could, they could fucking probably, you know, I don't think I'd see, I don't see, like, a lifetime banned from the Oscars, but they'll probably be like, yeah, he can't come to the Oscars for three or four years, and, you know, it'll be essentially a slap on the wrist to a dude who's already rich as fuck, just so they yeah. can look back and say, we respond, you know, this is this is the equivalent of someone getting a four-game suspension in the NFL. Like, it's just not... Well, no, this is, the, this is like, this is like, what was it, Low, like, one of the Paul brothers who had gone to, like, the, um, the forest in, in China, and then, like, in the, everyone was outraged, and then, like, he got a two-week suspension on YouTube, and then he came back. This is, yeah, this is like he, that shit. And then he made it. They even they didn't even stop him from making videos. They fucking just took away his uh his advertising. So yeah. he had to rely on his own merchandise. So they didn't even kick him off the platform, you know. Yeah. So yeah. in a, yeah, it's, it's it's a very similar thing to that. I I mean I'd actually be kind of surprised they didn't do anything. But yeah, I'm I'm thinking he's getting a two game suspension in this motherfucker. They and they then, are going to suspend him from any Oscars related activity for the rest of the year. And there you go. <laughs> and then they'll be like, he's also not invited to next year's Oscars, knowing full fucking well that he's probably not going to make any movies for the remainder of this year. Or so he would have absolutely no reason to be there, dude. Even uh, I, th I think he was doing it in Apple Apple TV series, and they kicked him off of that too. 
Like it's like it's <laughs> like he really oh, fucked were... up. He really fucked yeah. up. Was it yeah. three projects they dropped him from? Yeah, something, something like that. Yeah, it. dude. It was it's it's um yeah, it's quite a bit. I was like, dude, you <laughs> you picked you picked the wrong fucking time to <laughs> To slap a motherfucker. Yeah, yeah he yeah. did. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like it's just like like and, and you saw Jada give him that look, and she just gave him a look, and he's like, "Oh shit, I better do something." And he's yeah. like, oh, I'm, "I'm gonna get him to slap Chris Rock." <laughs> if he would have done uh, it man, afterwards. But... There would be less of a story. Yeah. That's oh true. yeah. That's Absolutely. True. Yeah. Wait, wait till you get him in a in, in a fucking room during the party, and then you smack him then, and then then it becomes a cool story as opposed to you know, oh Will Smith went on national TV and slapped Chris Rock, you know. Definitely, definitely should have been a time and a place situation. That's for sure. Well, according to the Hollywood Reporter, an unnamed source has revealed that Sony has pressed pause on the development of Bad Boys Four. In addition, Netflix has also stepped away from working with Smith, dropping its plans for Fast and Loose, a movie based, a movie that would have starred Smith as an amnesic crime boss who is living a double life as a CIA agent. That actually sounds really cool. And then, in addition to the films that were mentioned, the same report claims that the status of several films starring the Fresh Prince of Bel Air actor currently in pre-production is in limbo. <laughs> wow, he fucked a lot of studios up. I mean, and I'm like, God they probably damn. should have pushed the pause button on, you know, Men in Black or Bad Boys Four just because of how bad Bad Boys Three was. But yeah, it wasn't. Uh, yeah, one, it wasn't three great. Good. It was three was great. not. Three was not good. Um, also, maybe should have put pushed the pause on, you know, an open relationship with this, you know, that him and his wife have, you know, because that well, that, I mean, that seems like you that, know, that shit I don't care about. You know that that's you know when it. When it flows into this shit, though, but that, but but again, we don't. That's that's that shit's not. You know, that's non grata. I mean, it. it you know, you know, it's just, it's just one of those. You know, they're fucking weird people, and that's cool. And and don't get me wrong, I'm not, I'm not saying we shouldn't talk about it. You know, but I, you know, I just, you know, the the, the thing that's worse out of all this is, you know, all of the fucking the armchair stuff that's coming out of it. Like it's like, yo, he slapped the motherfucker. He should face the consequences of it. And then we move on, but you know, every fucking this is like all oh, it's it's fucking nuts, man. It's fucking it's to, at least from the outside looking in, it's like yeah, he slapped a dude, and now everyone's like, oh man, fucking open relationships and blah blah blah. blah. It's like, do we really give a shit about that part? Yeah, because it's sensationalist bullshit. Right, well, there you go. That's that's a perfect way of putting it. But in this case, though, that is. The only reason I think this is such a factor is because was it last year when they did that stupid bullshit interview where she cheated on him and he cried and he became a joke? Like, this has been coming for a long time. That's why so many people can't stop talking about that aspect because this is one of those things where it's like we all can joke about a thing, but he just proved it to be real. You know how everyone loves to know drama and behind-the-scenes bullshit? Oh, that's not real. That's not real. Will Smith, by slapping Chris Rock in the face, proved that everything we all thought about him was real. <laughs> Do you think? Um, all right, I'm not even getting to that point. I was gonna say about the Fresh Prince of Bel Air reboot getting canceled. That show sucks ass as it is. So it should. Oh, get did it yeah. really? Yeah, it's no, not yet. But okay. <clears throat> I was I was hoping it would. I was like, please let it be over with. Please let I mean, it be done. They Jeffrey is a hitman, and he went and killed the bully that beat up Will in Philadelphia. <laughs> that is the fucking <laughs> antithesis of that show. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, I heard that, and like, well, even from the beginning, I was out. But that makes me just be that makes me just think it's like, oh, they're taking this really fucking seriously. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not giving this any sort of uh, attention at all. 
Well, there's Will Smith's family, folks. Uh, should should we talk about the 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 letter that Willow wrote to Tupac? Thank you. Um, <laughs> let me let me pull this up because when you told me about this, I went, "What is this real?" And then I went, "Don't tell me anymore. Let me look this up on air." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look up Will, Willow Smith letter to Tupac, and it'll it'll, I, it'll, put, it'll pop it up right in Google. Here. Jesus. So oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's take a step into the Twilight Zone, folks. I swear to God, we need a Twilight Zone button. What do we have that's close enough for insanity? Um, what is a good crazy button? I need something that's going to let the audience know we're stepping into some territory that's not normal. Uh, any ideas, guys? Oh, here, yeah, this will work. Did you see that guy accidentally hit that moose with his car? No. Holy shit. Jamie, pull that video up. Thanks, Double J. I just wanted to work Kendo for a second. <laughs> Get a laugh out of him. <laughs> Orcs every time, man. I know. Um, now, the internet is swirling with opinions on a recently resurfaced childhood letter Willow Smith allegedly wrote to Jada Pinkett Smith's late close friend, legendary rapper Tupac Shakur. Willow, 21, reportedly penned the letter on a slip of lined paper on All Eyes on Me. She wrote, Dear Tupac, I know you are alive someplace. I think that oh, my mom really missed you. The note reads, "Here we go. Can you please come back? Can you come back so mommy and me can be happy? I wish you were here. I really do. Love Willow." <laughs> mm. Yep, that's what uh... the fuck has that kid been told to write that letter? Now, how, how old was she when she wrote the letter? Eleven. She was eleven. But here's for context: fuck. Tupac died. Let me rephrase it. Tupac got shot four years before she was born. She never right. met that dude, but Jada right. Pinkett was fucking him back in the day. So that's what the fuck are you telling this kid? Dear Tupac, my dad is turning a blind eye to my mom banging other dudes. Now is your chance. Please come back <laughs> from that island that you are on with Elvis. Love, Willow. P.S. Did you know that I whip my weave back and forth? <laughs> PPS bring JFK back too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of JFK, we were in Dallas this weekend and we were driving out of downtown and all of a sudden I go, "Wait, this looks familiar." Here it's the fucking grassy knoll we're driving by. Now you need to go download JFK Reloaded and have a good afternoon. <laughs> I think I'm going to go have a very good afternoon. <laughs> Dear Tupac, I wrote you, but you still ain't calling. Oh man, I, if I had the time or the desire, I could write a Tupac parody rap to the lyrics of Stan, and then I could write a Fresh Prince of Bel Air story about this. Should, Dion, <laughs> should we do the Fresh Prince one for fun? Yeah, yes. of course. <laughs> Absolutely. Cosmic Vader is the winner for tonight. He referred to JFK's assassination as the infamous Dallas screwjob. <laughs> Didn't see it coming. No. Nope. No, no one did. No one did. Back into the left. Well, Oswald did. Supposedly. Jackson. Supposedly. Oh, come on. <laughs> Easy there. Calm down, Folks. Oliver Stone. Speaking of rubies. Oh, God. Make sure. 
Now, hey, speaking of rubies, make sure you guys check out WCBS over on Patreon, patreon.com slash worldclassbs, because we have a 10-minute interview with Ruby Soho of AEW, and we're going to be doing a lot more interviews and fun celebrity-related stuff like that. You know, wrestlers, people you like that are real, and some of these people actually know who we are, which is kind of cool, because it's fun to, like, meet X, and they're like, oh, I know yeah, who dude. you are. And cool. uh, no, 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 uh, Ruby was was awesome, dude. She was she was great. She was, she was on board with the whole thing, and, you know, she was uh, wonderful to talk to. Also, Jeff... Um, Speaking of rubies, what we should do next time we're at Horror Hound is uh, get drunk and uh, get a Ouija board, try to dial up Jack Ruby, film it, and send it to Oliver, <laughs> Oliver Stone. <laughs> oh my God. Folks, I'm making you a guarantee. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. I, I have I have I have one better. We get the Ouija board, we we put we, we put um Dion in his um in his costume. <laughs> This is Mr. Cleo, and we have him doing recorded. Yes, and he's talking to Jeff. How is it that we keep getting on to the Kennedy assassination on this channel? I don't fucking know. <laughs> it's the most important moment in American history. It, <sighs> yeah, all of a sudden made a movie about it, and apparently there were three there were three episodes in Quantum Leap about it. It's fucking weird. Hey, Nick, he never made it home. God damn it. That's true. <laughs> God damn it. Hell of an ending. Hell of an ending. He's coming back though. That's the thing. Yeah, That's he's still in the ether somewhere. <laughs> God, if I, if Idris Elba like switches places with him, I'm gonna be pissed off. Okay, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be really pissed off. I'm, just I'm gonna, I'm gonna call it a stunning and brave move. <laughs> oh fuck you! I actually want to see Quantum Leap Part Two starring Idris Elba as the Scott Bakula character. It's this old, older English black dude is like, what's going on here? Yeah. What, what happened he does, in American he history? Does all, he does all those leaps, but it's only in English history. Oh, God. Now on BBC One. <laughs> Blackadder. <laughs> I wish that was uh, on right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. If, if it's on BBC One, that has a totally different meaning then. <laughs> what? They got five BBCs. I'm I'm glad you know that, Kendo. I'm glad you watch them all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's, there's only one, two, three, four, and five. Four and five are off most of the day. They only come on at night. Okay. Only mm. only two of the BBCs come at night. Got it. Is uh, night the girl's name or? I don't know. Might, it might be ITV. They got a few of those as well. Okay. Is that an ST? And there's Sky. <laughs> they work the same way. Yeah. Oh, oh, so, so her name is Sky. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 So you, you got five BBCs. I think there's four ITVs, which they've got a cream for that. And then um, there's multiple Skies. All right. Sounds like a fun time. Sounds like a fun time. Yeah. Guys, do you think for her birthday, Will Smith got Jada the Tupac hologram concert? No, 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 no. He did her one better. He got her the Tupac and a dildo, and the hologram banged her. No, it's like that part. It's like that part in um, in uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine, where he has like the little hologram thing, and he goes and gets the the hooker replicant, and it like the hologram goes over her body, and like they they fuck or whatever. That's what he did. She he got like a little pocket pocket version of Tupac. And it covered Will Smith, so it looks like a way taller version of Tupac. And then she fucked him. He's like, "This is what you always wanted, isn't it, baby?" <laughs> wow, wow, West. <laughs> he just, he just, he just crimaxing. That's all he's doing. Is it crimaxing? Yes, it's a crimaxing. All eyes on me. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> 
we have talked more about Tupac tonight than we have in the entire history of the channel. Yeah, that's true. That's right. Yeah, that's right. That's because that's that's his, 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 his old girlfriend is relevant now. That's why. Hey, that makes that yeah. diss track against Biggie hit a lot different. Hey, yo, you oh, fat yeah. motherfucker. I fucked your bitch. <laughs> you know, he was talking about Jada. Yeah. <laughs> Dear Tupac, I know you're not dead. You are Machiavelli now. They released a bunch <laughs> of your records. Please leave that island. P.S. My mom still moans your name when she is having fun with my dad. I'm not sure what they're doing in there, but it sounds like really exciting. P.P.S. I still whip my hair back and forth. Love, Willow. P.P.P.S. Thanks for getting Biggie. <laughs> Dear Tupac. Dear Tupac. Did you really fuck his bitch? Get money. <laughs> oh my god. Dear Tupac. No, dear Biggie. My name is Willow. I've got one thing to say that my uncle Tupac told me. Fuck you <laughs> and the click you claim. You fat motherfucker. <laughs> Love Willow. P.S. I whip my hair back and forth. Oh fuck. <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, this is like this is the gift that keeps on giving. I swear. Really? <laughs> Watch us get copyright. Watch just... us get a copyright strike for that. YouTube. Yeah, that would be funny. You were oh, cool. you, don't, you don't get a copyright strike for references. But... We get one yeah. every week though. Now, yeah, oh, Susan yeah. doesn't like us. Yeah. So, folks, help us out. Hit the thumbs up button. Share the show. Spread the word. Mm. Grab the T-shirt. Read the comic. You know, help grow world-class bullshitters. We're here. We're here for you. Now, Will Smith and his family, we can continue to talk about that all you want. But uh, we have some other violent offenders to talk about in a moment. But Dion, uh, do me a favor, please. Pick a number between 1 and 69. Uh, I'll take a 3. A 3? Sure. So 1, 2, 3. What's that smell? <laughs> God, he was such a great actor. He was so sweaty, though. I know. Richard Belzer, this is for you. Good job. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, th I think, I think um, Hulk Hogan should have won the Academy Award instead of Will. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I agree. I mean, best act, best acting in a lead role. Hulk Terry Balea Hogan. Well, if you really uh, want to get back at Hulkster, you probably do have Will Smith win. Best actor, <laughs> or give it to Piper for they live. Oh God! Hey, listen. Oh. He has he has he has one of the fucking greatest lines to instigate a fight of all time. Either put these glasses on or start eating that trash can. Oh, shit, yeah, <laughs> I hear that line. I'm like, let's fucking go, Piper. Let's fucking go. Oh God! It took them three days to film that scene. Three days. Hey. I'm listen. I agree with the most of uh, movie fans out there. Easily one of the best fight scenes of all time. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, it was. It was long and it was. It was rough and I mean, it was. Yeah, it's it, it's intense, man. Yeah, people forget the Keith David to whoop somebody's ass, even though he was in that shitty sequel to you know the uh, Russia Kundi vehicle. <laughs> oh God, what was his name? Uh, something Beach, right? Dumbass Beach, Dumas Beach. Dumas yeah, Beach. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
A joke that nobody saw coming at all until they finally revealed it. Hey, speaking of reveals, this is the greatest reveal in cinematic history. I'll take care of this. And this young fucking gremlin. We have gremlins in the attraction. Could you have this? Gremlins? In this theater? <laughs> okay, you guys, listen up. People paid good money to see this movie. When they go out to a theater, they want cold sodas, hot popcorn, and no monsters in the projection booth. That Jesus. that that illustrates how long I've, it's been since I've seen Gremlins too, because I completely forgot that existed. Oh no no no! <laughs> this is no no no! This was this this is one of the greatest scenes. Right? I remember this yeah, happening. Like, what the fuck is this? And he's, as he's sitting there. With the fucking title belt on. <laughs> yeah. When Hulk Hogan goes That's out to makes see me a movie, laugh every time. he's I'm doing like, it in full gimmick. Dude. And you know yeah, Vince was like, take the belt. Take the belt. Take the belt. <laughs> wear it. Make sure they let you wear it. Did you wear it? Hey, Such Hulk, make sure shit. they let you wear it. That's great shit, pal. I mean, that belt is great shit, so Hulk Hogan it's is It's one of the best ones it. ever. <laughs> Where do you rank it? I'd say it's third. Oh, it's my fourth favorite belt. It's it's my third. It's because it's 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 attitude undisputed, and then the winged eagle for sure. Number two behind the the winged eagle, but as a kid, I always loved that inter intercontinental belt. That that the, with the white strap and everything, that was always my Good favorite belt. Yeah, it was. And then the winged eagle is number two. Unpredictable. I like the big eagle, which is you know the Rock Triple H Stone Cold that belt. Uh, my second is the favorite is the undisputed title. I thought the thing was perfect. Uh, you talk about it, how you take my personal favorite title and evolve it into something that looks equally cool and awesome. And the sad part is that belt was only used for what three years. From yeah, dude. John Cena ruined it with that spinner bullshit. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then Bruce Pritchard's going to tell you, but it sold a lot of merchandise. Guess what? I didn't buy any of it. I but I like I buy other merchandise, so that's fine. I can still have my opinion though, Brucey. Where are you at this week? But uh, I think I like the world heavyweight title more than I like the winged eagle. The WCW belt, the big gold belt. Yeah, yeah, I like that one too. That's my that's my top, that's a top five belt for me. I fucking love the but that guy that that winged eagle belt is just so iconic. Wings are pronounced. It's so iconic. So many fucking great moments. You know, seeing it on you know obviously Hulk and fucking brett and you know oh it's just I, I fucking love that belt so much it's a gorgeous belt it is that's what we're gonna get in 2023 guys we're gonna get title belts all right i dig it i'm gonna get uh myself a wwf title belt that's the one i want the most nice oh yeah i think i found one on amazon because I, I don't mind dropping one time for a nice replica belt. That'll be the only time I ever do it. But yeah, folks, I'm right belt, there with you. Let us know. We're going to get them. We're going to get cut. Oh, shit. They have a, I saw a custom Ghostbusters title belt today, and it was pretty nice. fucking cool. Yeah, I want one. Now, folks, we're going to catch up with you guys in just a second. But I would like to take a minute to talk about our favorite friend, Nicolas Cage, once again. You ready? Let's do, Let's do it. it. Waking up to someone standing over you would be frightening, but when that person is completely naked and eating ice cream, it has a whole new level of terror. This exact scenario happened to Cage when he was living in California during the mid-2000s. Talking about the ordeal to reporters, Cage explained, 
It was two in the morning. I was living in Orange County at the time and I was asleep with my wife. My two-year-old at the time was in another room. I opened my eyes and there was a naked man wearing my leather jacket, eating a fudge sickle in front of my bed. In true cage fashion, he took all this in his stride, managed to talk the man out of his home and resolve the situation peacefully. The incident did put jitters in him, though, and Cage refused to live in the house and move to the Bahamas. <laughs> I, like, I just like how uh, Cage turned into Jesse Ventura for, for a couple sentences there. That was my favorite part. Um, yeah, yeah. But, dude, that would be fucking wild. That dude's lucky that it's because mid-2000s that Cage was still in pretty damn good shape. He's lucky he didn't open a can of yeah. Declaration of Independence whoop-ass. <laughs> he had that Disney money. He didn't want to didn't want to fight. Right? <laughs> He's like, I can buy seven houses right now. I think I'm just gonna. He, pr- you know what? This probably never happened. He just wanted an excuse to buy a house, and then it all fell apart. That's actually a really good point. <laughs> but that happened to a uh, to a UFC fighter a couple years ago, Anthony Lionheart Smith. Dude broke into his house, and he and he had to beat the dude's ass and hold him to the cops camp. So I mean, that you know, Nick Cage, if it did happen, being nice about it is probably one of the better outcomes of that shit. Right. Yeah, dude, I've, I've heard I've heard all kinds of shit. The, there were I think it's happened to a couple of celebrities where people have uh, I've seen celebrities that have like killed themselves in front of their houses and things like that. So I mean, like, there's a lot of wild shit that's happened out there. Yeah. Can you believe that David Letterman had a stalker? I can believe it. Dude well, was on also, TV every well, well, night for fucking forty years. Yeah. Well, also David Letterman was banging a bunch of women behind his wife's back, like a lot of them. Hey, and he handled it like a gangster too. You know, instead of giving in, the dude. Was like fuck it, I'll just take it away from him and I'll address it first. And I was like, I definitely don't agree with what he did, but in terms of handling that type of situation, damn, Dave, you get a salute from me. Yep, yep. I just wish he was funny. He kind of can be every once yeah. in a while. He had his moments. Look, I, I there was times where I would rather watch Leno than Letterman, but then later Leno. I would rather watch Letterman than later Leno. Yeah. I mean, between the two, I always thought I'd rather watch David Letterman, but you know, I, you know, like the list thing just overhead overplayed its welcome for 20 years. And like, he's funnier now whenever he's doing something, but like, I don't know if it's just like the curse of, of being a late show host. The only one that I like consistently is Conan, but the rest, even when George Lopez had a show, I was like, damn, dude, like you were just- George Lopez didn't last long. Dude. He lasted like a year and a half, and they're like, yeah, out, get out of here. And he was just you, Well, you know shit's fucked up when the highest you can get is Metal World Peace. Yeah. <laughs> well, one, he was, he, was, he was in a other, he was in a pond with other big fish trying to make his way to- he was also television version George Lopez instead of real George Lopez, and I think that's also what kind of held him back. Yeah, oh, Alex, you're right, man. Craig Ferguson was dope too. Craig oh Ferguson. yeah, dude. Craig, Ferguson. Oh yeah, Craig Ferguson. Ferguson was, really was my favorite. Then he then was hilarious. I think that back. he was fucking great all the time. Now I just wish, I wish that he had the heart for it because he just that you know that dude was always been pretty open about shit going on with him, and I'm I'm glad he kind of got out of it, but. He was fucking great every fucking time. Yeah. God bless you. I, I fucking love the late, late show with Craig Ferguson. Like I said, that and Conan was like the only late night shows that I would actually watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah they, were the, they were the only actually funny ones, too. And they were great. What happened, yeah, to, Craig, what happened to Craig Ferguson, though? Like, what, what did he leave? I think it was just because, you know, because he, you know, a lot of mental stuff. So I think he okay. retired. And then, because I don't know if they ever really. That went to him to see if he wanted to take uh, Letterman's spot, but yeah, I man, I think he said he's just he was just done with it. 
you know, especially with the pressure of being funny every night and, you know, and, mm-hmm. and more power to him. But he, he just did it for a long out. time, too. It was one yeah, of those things man. that, like, he literally, I think it was, like, 10, 15 years or something. I, yeah, and I think he was in the he was in the crux of his fucking alcohol addiction when it started, I think, too, right? Yeah, it was. It was because he, he uh, got himself cleaned up during that. And then, uh, yeah, he, dude, the, the fucking Craig Ferguson was great. Folks, if you never saw The Late Late Show with Craig Ferguson, what are you doing with your life? Dude, five episodes on YouTube. Craig Ferguson was the fucking man. Like, you know, at, and don't get me wrong, Conan gets a lot of love, as he fucking should. But Craig Ferguson is arguably – I'm so glad Al Campbell brought that up, dude. He is bar none the most underrated late-night late night host ever because he was fucking great every night. Yeah, definitely, man. Um, yeah, unlike unlike the, the unlike the, the chuckle fucks we have now, which is what? F- uh, Fallon and Kimball? Yeah. Well, and then Kimball? Colbert is just kind of – he's just gone to well, – I'm the liberal one. It's like, I get it, dude. Fuck. You know, he's – you know, but you know, and a lot of them lost their steam when you know Trump stopped being president. Man, we said it on the show. Every, a lot of people are yep. gonna lose their material. Yep. Yeah. You know, and 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 Colbert is just you know he's de- he's not what he used to be when he was on Comedy Central, where you know it's it's a bit and it's funny and he's making you laugh, but he's just so goddamn heavy handed now, man. It's 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 wild. Yeah, especially yeah. the shit he said about not not caring about gas prices because he he has a fucking Tesla. It's like, oh, you're really out of touch. Thanks, buddy. We, then now we now we know what's really going on. Yeah, yeah. It's he he just hasn't been the same since Colbert Report. Like the, he's just way too heavy handed. And then obviously Jimmy Kimmel is a fucking a true chuckle fuck. You know, yes, he he's hundred percent. He's that dude's gonna die being the walking embodiment of every shit talker that you've ever met in a bar. Can it be tomorrow? Tough. I, yeah. I mean, I was say I, I hope it's while we still are doing this podcast. So that way, we could just shit all over his grave for three hours. Listen, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I don't wish the motherfucker to be dead, but he, he is just such a fucking. <gasps> he wow, is a <laughs> I'm super empathetic, except when I'm not. Uh, hey, yes. hey, 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 Kendo! When he kicks the bucket, do you want to do an uh, an, an uh, a, a, a live a live I guess a live wake? Yeah. We will um, talk about his bit. He'll talk about his greatest hits, like when yeah. he. Uh, I'll put on. I'll put on. I'll put on the top half of a suit, top half of a suit and get on camera. Yeah. Hey, did you guys? When I was away, did you talk about how he's in the news right now? No. Kim, no. Is he? Did he do blackface yeah. again? <laughs> uh, hey, hey, Kenneth, Remember when he did uh, blackface trying to be Carl Malone or Oprah? Yeah. How come yeah. Oprah hasn't said anything about that year. Like. I don't. When you're Oprah rich, you don't give a fuck. <laughs> That's true. I just wish somebody would call him out on his shit because I hate him. Well, he's the flavor. No, no, no. no. They, the they, they, of the they did. They did like Lord's the last year whenever the whole uh, Blackface thing was coming out, and he had to, he had to leave for had to leave for yep. summer break because that's what he does every year for his show. It's like no, you. you as far as I know, you fucking haven't. So, mm. well, Marjorie Taylor Greene reports Jimmy Kimmel joke to Capitol Police. <laughs> that's a real thing that's like nice. in the news right now oh my god All right. so I guess he could go to jail for not being funny I mean if that's the case he should have gone to jail for a while but I'd love that of all people it's her crazy ass <laughs> report right. and it's like ooh that, that joke writes itself I mean the universe does have a sense of humor I, yeah. I want to know what that joke is I'm going to look that up well while you do Space Monkey 0899 wanted to send in a correction that says uh, Unreal Five tech demo. I haven't oh, seen. I heard, it. I didn't oh yeah, see yeah, 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 dude, un, dude. Unreal, Unreal's getting Unreal. It's um, 
uh-huh. it, the stuff the stuff you can do with it is is insane. It's uh it's crazy and it's getting easier and easier every every year to use. So yeah, I didn't I didn't watch the video, but I heard that it looks amazing. So I'm like, let's fucking go Unreal Engine. Uh, we I have played one Unreal Engine five game. It's the Matrix, the one that came out for the movie. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the one, the, the one that everybody loves, and they're, and they're still playing. Gotcha. Yeah, it, <laughs> it was so wonderful. Hey, I'm excited to see some fucking games with it, dude. I, it, you know, like I said, I just, I just read what was on Twitter and Reddit, and everyone. I, I still have yet to watch it, but I'm. If it's as good as advertised, dude, I'm, I'm, my, I'm, my body is ready. <sighs> okay. What a shitty joke to call Capitol Police about. What, what, was, what was the joke? So, all right. She uh, she was very upset, and she filed a complaint to the Capitol Police for a threat of violence because Kimmel made a joke because she's upset with uh, three Republican senators voting to confirm Katanji uh, Brown-Jackson for her nomination to the Supreme Court. And... Uh, she wrote, or he wrote, wow, where is Will Smith? Or he said, wow, where is Will Smith when you really need him? So <laughs> she, she retweeted that clip saying, at ABC, this threat of violence against me by at Jimmy Kimmel has been filed with the Capitol Police. So it's like, um, okay. It was a joke. That's, I mean, that's, even for that's being killed, I, I got to give him, I got to, I got, I'll, it got, it got a chuckle out of me, Kim. I'll give you that. That one got a chuckle out of me. Well, folks, you hear it here first, folks. On episode 301, we have just come to the defense of Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> what a time idea. to be alive. Yeah. We found a no, greater... I, I, no, I did not come to defense. That's I'm coming to the defense of neither one of them. She's a wackadoo and he's not funny. I love 2020. Yeah, throw them, throw them both of the wolves. It's fine. Fair enough. Where's Will Smith when you need him? <laughs> we should give. Um, uh... He's sitting in the corner right now, watching Jada get plowed by another, you know, <laughs> oh, SoundCloud rapper. Where's the line start? <laughs> Pete Davidson, no. <laughs> <laughs> um. Hey, well, uh, I uh, apparently Amy Schumer d- decided to tweet out. I think a, a little bit after it happened. Do you want me to? Re- do you want me to read? Read you her tweets? No. Yes. Amy Schumer, I think we can all agree the best way to unpack what happened is to stream my series, Life and Beth Hulu, and see me on tour this fall. Yeah, no, that's definitely not the best way to unpack anything right now. Hey, do you guys want to play America or Ireland's favorite game? Yes. Yeah. All right, folks, it's time for Potato or Amy Schumer. Oh, God. Let's see. uh, For real, uh, still triggered and traumatized. I love my friend Chris Rock and believe he handled it like a pro. Stayed up there and gave the Oscars to to his friend Questlove, and the whole thing was disturbing. So much pain in Will Smith. Anyway, I'm still in shock and stunned and sad. I'm proud of myself and my co-hosts. But yeah, waiting for this sickening feeling to go away from what we all witnessed. Bitch, you weren't even involved. <laughs> you want to talk about sick from what I witnessed? It was you in that skin-tight fucking Spider-Man outfit. Yeah, put yeah, pour, pouring shaving cream on the goddamn stage like a more like a moron. Oh, I forgot that happened. Fuck you yeah. Guys. See, 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 there you go. <laughs> 
Yeah, mm. I love I love how she she had her pregnancy show on on HBO Max and like it it didn't go anywhere and then she had to go to Hulu and they're giving her her own show. It's like, bitch, nobody likes you. <laughs> no, I don't yeah. like you either. The little girl, she don't like you either. <laughs> the girl don't like you. Push the goddamn button. <laughs> yeah, nobody fucking likes you. Out of the out of the out of the three co-hosts, I think Wanda Sykes was the best, and I actually like her. But that's I mean. Yeah. Yeah, I, I yeah I respect Amanda Sykes. I like her. She's actually really funny. She's you know genuinely a funny person. But yeah, Re- Regina Hill or whatever, she's okay. She's fine. But why the fuck did they stick Amy Schumer up there? Oh, I mean we know why. Yeah, we know why. But we, know why. <laughs> we need we, we need we need we need uh, we need Kevin Hart for the Oscars. That's who we need. Yeah, but we can't have Kevin Hart because he made a gay joke like twelve years ago. <sighs> Well, he, look, Will Smith will get back before he'll ever host the Oscars. Right? God, Isn't that how it's supposed to be. <laughs> Correct. I mean, if they if, if if they have two black presenters and they play Africa again, we'll we'll see what happens. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the first thing they did. The that first was a thing real they did. thing that happened, dude. That's fucking. Yes, yes, and the are. Oscars are giving people life lessons and mad at fucking uh, Kevin Hart, but they're playing fucking Africa by. T- Come on, get the fuck out of here. It's a real thing. That is a real thing. Yeah, because it happened. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh my god! I... Gotta I love Hollywood, it. man. Gotta love Hollywood. The, oh. the 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 hypocrisy is fucking thick. It really is. It's just love they, the smaller it's, it's, parts, man. <laughs> it's yeah. funny because they thought that was a good idea. They're like, oh, you know what we should do? We should get this really amazing like song. It's about it's about Africa. We can have it when the when the when the African American hosts go out there because it would just be so touching. Nobody told them that that song was about Africa, written by a bunch of white guys. <laughs> it must take a lot to keep me away from you, Kendo. Oh, okay. yeah. there's nothing that a hundred men we, more could ever do. We need to we need to provide a service in Hollywood. Is this okay or not? That needs yeah. to be the service. No, the, the service should be, are you fucking stupid or not? Uh, let's see, you want to play Africa because you think that somehow ties in with the two hosts. Yeah, that's fucking stupid. Don't do that. Somebody told him to do that, too. Yeah, no, somebody told him that, that this is what you should play. Speaking of fucking stupid. Yeah, we'll get to this in just a moment. I want to catch up with the audience. Yeah, but, but, Madonna looks hideous. Yeah, Cher <laughs> has got to really let herself go, and I don't like her haircut. Well, when you're a material girl living in a material world, <laughs> that's what happens. <laughs> Adam Walker. Like a, like a man. <laughs> uh, Adam Walker, thank you very much for your super chat. He says, the hunt for Red Simp. The legend of Simp. Lost in the Simps. Lost Simp of Las Vegas. And the day of the Simp. I'm trying to think of some more titles. Um, how about Serial simp. Um, I don't know what else. I'm drawing a blank because my mom called me and told me she watched a documentary on John Waters, and all I can think about are John Waters film titles, and they're mostly <laughs> like one word. So it's like, all right, uh, simp flamingos. Nobody cares about that, or simp troubles. Oh, also, Nick, in that same phone call, my mom goes, "Is John Waters gay?" <laughs> <laughs> My response was, I don't know, Mom. <laughs> Nobody knows, really. Nobody knows. I don't think anybody really cares. So, I met him once. He was cool as hell. I don't give a shit. Well, apparently <laughs> he, hitch- he hitchhiked sure. across the fucking United States. Like he was just ending up in people's fucking vans and shit, like on the side of the road. And he just like 
was walking around. He's like, "Hey, man, can I get a ride?" He's like, "Yeah, sure." Oh shit, it's John Waters. <laughs> like, if was... there's anyone that would do that, I could see it being fucking John Waters. Yeah, <laughs> I'd give him a ride. Fuck yeah, know. he's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, tell me about uh, your. Tell me how fucked up Edward Furlong was when you made the movie Pecker back in the '90s. That's that's <laughs> the question I want to ask John Waters. Ah, oh, God. Now, our friend TLJ Screwjob is here to ask a question to our friend Mr. Cleo. Mr. Cleo, what's more likely to happen? Dion losing his 401k on Avatar 6 not coming out or Dion admitting his love of Dark Fate? Oh, oh let, me, let me take a look here, darling. Let me use the cards. The cards because the cards don't what? Say it with me now. Lie. The cards right. don't lie. The cards don't lie. See here, I don't have a four hundred one k, an avatar. Bam, bam, bam. Oh, <laughs> you must be a Libra, darling. <laughs> this, this, this crafty one, this Dion, this crafty one. Besides being good looking, he's crafty. He's crafty. I did read the Scorpio today. He's he's a good one. Oh, oh, oh Lord. Oh, this is the bad guy. It's the bad guy. The blonde-headed white she devil. Mm, 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 mm. Whatever side she's on, darling. Whatever side she's on. Because the gods don't lie. I'm in a mercy. Avatar 2. <laughs> These have been the wise words of Mr. Cleo. Call me now. <laughs> Standard text messaging. <laughs> Standard text messaging rates may apply. Rates apply. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> oh, my God. Um <clears throat> So Dion, you're very popular here on the channel. Can we, can we hold, hold on, hold on. Can we get a nine hundred number for Dion? <laughs> I. How much is a car? Okay. How much <laughs> to get a nine hundred number. Oh my god. <laughs> Most companies can get an initial line established around seven hundred dollars with a monthly fee. The nine hundred number must also provide. Uh, they receive a percentage of the call revenue. Hmm. Do we want to get one nine hundred bullshit? That <laughs> there's a wiki. Wait, there's a website you go to called custom nine hundred dot com. I mean, we can we can give we can give Dion a burner and just have it between be between so many hours and yeah. he answers questions. I'd be down for that. Give me a nice little twenty percent off for the top. I'm I'm cool. Uh, wait, we should start our own adult line. Oh God! <laughs> yes. Oh God! Yes. Wait, if I wanted, to, I should do this as a side story in a comic. How we start our own sex line and get involved with drug trafficking? That's a fucking <laughs> great idea for a movie. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, oh, yeah. Somehow, 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 we, somehow, the Russian mob finds us, and we, we we're, we're all in we're all in big trouble. Hey, look! Right now, they're the perfect enemy to put in the movie. We will make billions of dollars. Well, either, either that or the, either that or the, or the I think wait, is is the triads that are Chinese? Yes. Uh, yeah, okay. Then, then, the, okay. That the, that the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Japanese are fine. Uh, yeah, we, we we can do the yeah we can do the Chinese because you know we don't really like them either. <laughs> Say Chinese you know, one more time, Nick. <laughs> China. Don't treat her like a woman. Don't treat her like a man. Don't treat her like you know her. She's dead. How about a Mr. Damn, man. <laughs> hey, look. <laughs> I yes, I made that joke, but who is the fucking last fan to appear on our YouTube channel? Me. That's true. Yeah. It's also suspicious, uh, but you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I think the word we're looking for is motive. Yeah. <laughs> Opportunity, maybe? Look, 
What's the <laughs> alibi? Is another good one? Yeah. <laughs> lawyers, lawyers a good one too. Lawyers a good one too. <laughs> well, let me call ours. I feel like I need to. I don't feel like I can trust you guys right now. <laughs> just insinuating that my best friend might have killed China. <laughs> yeah, just, just, you know what, you know what, Jeff? I, th- I think, I think the best bet is just to write a book that you know, saying that you that if you were to kill it, here's how you would do. It. Right, <laughs> exactly. Know? It wasn't me, but this is how I would have done it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just do it. Just be very, I mean, be extremely detailed. Be like it's a work of fiction, you know. So. Where's Sean Waltman? <laughs> <laughs> would anybody read that book i'll write that book if you'll read that book yeah, I'll read it. Uh, how i how i took down china <laughs> just break the walls down wait that's a different book <laughs> <laughs> now our friend joseph bienowich oh wait sorry tlj screwjob has a great question okay guys best and worst bond henchman mm. i'm going with odd job is the best Just, um, Jaws? Jaws? Jaws for me is the best. Now, if we're going to do Jaws versus Odd Job, we need mm-hmm. Golden Knight 007. That is the perfect arena to figure yep. out who's better. Uh, amen to that. Um, I'll give you the worst one, too. It's Chang from Moonraker. Uh, I'm going to show you how intimidating this guy is, and you tell me if... <laughs> But like, if this guy came to you, would you be afraid of uh, a man with a bull haircut? He's about as intimidating as Ezra Miller, if you ask me. I think Chang from Moonraker is the absolute worst Bond henchman. I don't know. What was the... Uh, I, I always want to call him Lang because of Chang, but the bald-headed dude from Casino Royale. I think he's the worst because he didn't fucking do anything. Well, you mean the black guy? No, not the black dude for the African dude. The, the that's what I'm saying. The guy that was the sheep raise. Uh, oh, his little that little blonde. Oh, what about? Wait, hold on though. Let me see you, the sheep raise bitch, and let me raise you the guy from Quantum of Solace who wears the neck brace and the hairpiece. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That dude's got to be the worst one. That dude for sure. I think I I I'd agree with that. I take that one. I call you. Let me just uh, pull up a picture of this guy real quick because. I just want to look at it, honestly. I figure the audience should know. So that henchman's name is Elvis, by the way. <laughs> All right. Yeah, he was. Uh, he wasn't a big deal. In his defense, that's the haircut of the '70s, so I can't really shit on it, even though it looks ridiculous. Okay, fine. Then you can shit on this fucking haircut because this movie came out in 2008, and it looks like this guy sneezed when the barber had the scissors to his hair. What's the fucking excuse for this guy? <laughs> yeah, that one. He's either Eastern weird. European or Russian. I don't know. It's a. They need a better there. bowl. And then, like he's the one that he's they like, got, hey, 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 they got fucked up bowls there. Calm down. Yeah. yeah. And then he's like awkwardly staring at Phoenix, uh, Felix on the plane and shit. I'm like, what is this dude's problem? Oh, they don't like uh, Doctor Coffinels. Doesn't like the Indian guy from Octopussy. Oh boy. Oh yeah. <laughs> He didn't do shit. He didn't do shit. The one, the leading guy Typical. who helped Bond was 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 way help way, way, way more helpful than the than the than the Indian henchman. He just he was just very tall with a turban. Good for you. His name was Gobinda. <sighs> I bet it was. That, that's that's what I'm looking at right now as I look at the stern gentleman in a turban. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make that joke. Oh, okay. 
Please do. <laughs> okay, fine. What's his last name, Patel? <laughs> Damn. Good job, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> Kendall could hear that coming from a mile away. Yep. Being the Patel. <laughs> <laughs> but stateside, he's known as Steve. Yeah. <laughs> Steve, and yeah, he, he, he works for uh, Comcast IT. Yeah. This is going to be the just... Patel. Or... <laughs> Hello, let me help you. My name is Steve. Yes. No, it's not, but okay. I looked I looked up his Wikipedia page. He has a Bond villain wiki. He was born in India. He died in India. Cause of death fell from aircraft. <laughs> oh, oh God. I thought you were gonna say cause of death living in India. <laughs> no, it was <laughs> he he didn't drink the water. I don't know. <laughs> don't that was don't. the thing Joel uh, when Joel was in the military, he was telling me about that. Also, Joel called me at five in the morning today for some fucking dude. Reason. If you're ever in a third world country, you never drink the fucking water. You never have anything with ice in it either. Like that's a moronic no. move. You don't fucking yeah. do that shit. Bottle of water. Yep. Yeah. You always you always have bottled water and you always make sure the seal is unbroken. That's like rule number one. Because if you don't, you're gonna shit yourself the rest of the trip. That just doesn't sound like fun to me. No, it's, it's no no, it's it's, it's it's gonna come out of both ends, like fire, like like firehouse style. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, let's uh, read a few more of these super chats so we can start talking about Ezra Miller uh, fighting people and shit. Uh, yeah, it's it's the truth. Uh, Joseph Bionich, thank you very much for your $5 super chat. He says, Dion's honey dick and biscuits, sweet and buttery all the time. Nothing but sweetness. Nothing but sweetness. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. We get it, we get it. He's always going to put a little, little, little bit of extra on me. That was going to be over faster than it was. It, it could have been longer. <laughs> Space Monkey 0899. Uh, thank you for the super chat. Hatsumike is the first artificial celebrity created by the Japanese. Well, I was not aware of that, were you guys? Hmm. Hmm. Nope. She sounds hot. Is she better than Hitomi Tanaka? We'll find I'm out. Uh, thank you very much, though. Uh, oh, here we go. Wander. We met Wander in person the other day. Dion, he says, Simp the Hedgehog. Original character. Do not steal. <laughs> uh, our friend TLJ Screwjob says, why is the black guy got to be the Dark Lord? Because the other lords of the of the Sith are too pale, brother. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's how it works. That, that, that's that's the newest black exploitation film, The Dark Lord. Shit, don't 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 say that shit. I'll fucking make it. I swear to God, dude, you better fucking make it. <laughs> the dark yeah, it's, a, it's a seventies. It's a seven. Yeah, it, it's 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 a pure black exploitation seventies uh, uh, Star Star Wars ripoff movie with lightsabers and shit with the the soundtrack and everything. Fuck, dude, that'll be great. Dion plays every role. <laughs> Yo, I, I, I do it for the role. art, baby. I do it for the for the art. All right, fine. Dion plays most roles. Jeff plays the other roles, and then I'm the token white guy named Skippy that just tries to be their friend. <laughs> Skippy, <laughs> you're the you're the you're your new name. <laughs> no, no, Kendall's the henchman. Henchman Skippy. Yeah. <laughs> Skippy, put this motherfucker's lights out. And and here's the thing. Here's the thing. You 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 know you know he's a he's the baddest motherfucker there because he's the white guy. That's right. I can call the police on you. <laughs> Now, DJ Nieves the Fourth says, "Should Sony buy all the rights to Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, and the other characters created and co-created by Steve Ditko from Disney, and for how much?" Um, One million? No, sorry. Um, 
<laughs> a lot, a lot of fucking money. They should, they should honestly pull, they should honestly push Marvel's hand and and do some shit like that. I would love that so much. Anything that's going to make Disney sweat is good in my book. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, Florida's I already doing that. that right now. So, oh, I, I will talk about that in a little later. But I haven't been following that as much as my view of Disney holding all the rights to everything. Folks, close your eyes for a second. Imagine everything you know has been sanitized and essentially approved for Disney+. Plus. That's the Aww. future you have when Disney buys up all your properties. That's what the future is like when a family-first company likes to get involved with things it shouldn't get involved with. And I'm not even getting into the politics aspect. I'm talking about Star Wars and movies. Honestly, movies for guys. I don't Disney, like that future, Jeff. I don't like that future either. Look, 3535 is a bright and idyllic world compared to what we're living in right now. So, folks, <laughs> if you want to make 3535 happen, you will. I don't know what you'll do. Just keep listening to World <laughs> Class Bullshit. That's how we can make 3535 right, happen. Just keep tuning in, sending us money. We'll do it. Yeah, keep uh, keep giving, keep not giving money to uh, to Disney. There you go. Just Yeah, don't... every time you want to go see one of their movies, but you can't because it's Disney, just you know, put that money away in a little account and then – Eventually, just uh, you know, will it to us. We, you know, bequeath it to us at world class bullshitters. We'll take it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll take the advice of Andy Signore and uh, get a... oh, we'll talk about that later. Um, Darian217, what is up? Darian217 says, Your feeble skilled you match for the job? power of the dark side. Maybe I'll miss you already. Well, while Dion steps away and pees his pants or cleans up mess from 16. <laughs> Darian217, you had asked me last week, would I be available for AEW in Vegas? And I couldn't remember what was going on. That's the weekend of Star Wars celebration. So, probably not. But then again, I only live four hours from Las Vegas and anything's really possible. So, I'm going to give you a way to email me directly. And that way, you can find out. But Darian two and seven, thank you. And folks, if you're coming out to Star Wars Celebration, yeah, um, I I don't know what to say. We're not there to celebrate Star Wars. We're just there to meet people, hang out. It always is a good time. And uh, Anna, that Star Wars girl is going to be with us too. So, um, <laughs> did you get your calendar in the mail, Nick? Um, you mean you, you mean the crate that got shipped by by a, by a helicopter? Yeah, I got it. Don't worry, yeah, I got calendars. It. You mean? Yeah. yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I'm going to re redo my new place with just, just walls of, of her. Yeah, you'll be able to fucking stick it? them on there real easy too. <laughs> oh God. Well, we have. <laughs> it might take a while, but I'll do it. God damn it, I'll do it. Just drink a lot of water and eat starchy foods. Yeah, <laughs> make funny. it. <laughs> but yeah, folks. Um, I don't know why we had that transition. Hey, he's a load warrior, Jeff. <laughs> oh, yeah. Darian217 asked for uh, something else as well uh, in the super chat. God damn. That will never not be funny. Nope. I love it. It's There have been days... Where I just put that on to feel better about myself. That's mm -hmm. that, that, that's pretty much Disney Star Wars in a, in a nutshell. Like that's exactly. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah that, it, it's a it's a complete total metaphor. Yeah. 
Yep. Guy just thought he was going to have a nice day cosplaying as a stormtrooper. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> and one, one slip. Oh, no. And I'm a meme forever. Yeah. TLJ Screwjob might... TLJ Screwjob might have the nicest compliment ever here on the channel, guys. Kendo, the Earl Hebner of world-class bullshitters. <laughs> Shit. I'll take it. Ah, our friend Scribeye Steak says, Sup, bullshitters, just saw Sonic 2 tonight, and it quite enjoyed it. Great little early birthday gift. Congrats on 301 episodes. Let's see 602 next, gentlemen. Mm. I got mean, it. We, yeah, I mean, you know, we 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 obviously need you guys help. We need you to like, you know, like the episode and share our stuff and make sure more people know that we exist. So, you know, we can keep doing more things. Yeah, definitely yeah, we, keep coming back every week. Yeah, uh, we're not going anywhere. We're not going to all of a sudden eat our weight in Godfather's pizza and just quit the <laughs> podcast, or we're not going to move to Moldova or somewhere. No, we're gonna we're gonna be here each and every Thursday. And actually, Moldova sucks. <laughs> but one thing we have to do address though is some of our biggest listeners haven't been able to find us on youtube so folks we're gonna be uh, telling you to spread the word because youtube's trying to do the opposite right now uh, we, i'm usually not the guy that goes on about this and that on the youtube thing but it's really ridiculous right now it's getting to the point where it's like hey this show this has been blocked in this country and this and that and we just need every voice to rally together to beat this fucking computer that's what it is really it's man versus machine I like yeah. it better when it's man versus food myself, but this is the fight today. Yeah, man versus food is every time we, we get together. That's that's what it is. Dude, uh, you should have been in Texas. Dion, I, we eat. Oh my I, god, I, we ate. I wish I was. Goddamn good times. Goddamn good times. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna send you pictures of the food right now to troll you, Nick, because it was so delicious. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Excellent. <laughs> I mean, the cheesecake, the steak, the bison filet mignon. Oh shit! Oh, this random picture of Pat McAfee. All the fried chicken. <laughs> um, hell, we even ordered the WWE WrestleMania pop-up food. They had smackadillas. <laughs> <laughs> How are they? Were they good? Yeah, they actually didn't suck at all. It was the pizza one was delicious. It was mozzarella cheese sticks, tomatoes, something else, and more cheese. And goddamn, I don't know if that or the deep fried sausages, Dion, were the best thing. Oof, I, damn, deep dude, fried sausages. They were good. They were covered Those in pink batter. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> there you go, it just Nick. Sounds like you heart a... problems. Oh, dude, I I'm a little winded today. Just putting that out there from all this food. <laughs> um, Primer, thank you very much, though, uh, for your super chat. He says, Jada psychologically destroyed Will. He needs help. He needs some milk. We will help him out. It's Dr. Coffinales, somebody please deep fake a version of CB4 with Will Smith in place of Charlie Murphy's part. <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> Overkill161 says, with all this Oscar talk still going on and no one has mentioned that Wesley Snipes went dressed as an extra from Demolition Man? Mm. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Yo, Did he really? Yeah, it was, it, oh, because no, 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 yeah, yeah, gotcha. of his suit. Yeah, because of his suit. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, and yeah. Well, also, um, Sam Jackson won an award and nobody really gave a shit. He did? <laughs> yeah, he won one of those uh, achievement awards. Yeah. Oh, just like Tyler Perry. A cat Shut up. Movie. It's not an Oscar. 
Tell that to Samuel L. Jackson. I will, say I will gladly. I'm, it pains me to say it, but it's not for acting. I'm sorry. You wouldn't download a car. You wouldn't say it to his face. Be a man. I fucking <laughs> would. Damn it. Listen, with the technology of 3D printing, Jeff, I can download a car and probably print it off in about two and a half years. Yo, <laughs> hey, with that power, Elon Musk is going to sweep up the show in a second. So let's make that happen. Nick. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I would, I would, I would love for him to, to put to put this show on Thud. That would be great. Hail Thud! Oh, it'll happen. So this is Wesley Snipes' Demolition Man outfit, including a cod piece and shorts. Oh, I didn't realize he was wearing shorts. Yeah, neither did I. That looks ridiculous. I would also he like said. to point out right now that I, I, under Tyler he was wearing Perry's... black Jordans. Shit, he was ready to fight somebody. <laughs> he was, he, he, he was, was more down. He was on stage with Will Smith. <laughs> he gave the to Will Smith. He was ready. Give me, give me the word, Chris. Give me the word. I was Patrick fifty-seven. God damn it! Yeah. Always been a black. I, I just want to put this out there, and we'll we'll let the people vote on this, whether this is a thing or not. According to the accolade section of Tyler Perry's Wikipedia page, under Academy Awards, it shows him as being a winner for the twenty twenty-one. He Got the Gene Herschel Humanitarian Award, so he was honored. He got a gold statue. Does that count as an Academy Award? I say it does. It does not. It wasn't for acting. His ass didn't fucking get no award for acting because he can't fucking act when he's not in a goddamn suit with giant titties. Wrong! <laughs> yeah, he got a little gold trophy, dude. He walked out with no. one of the fucking bald-ass no. pinkett-looking trophies. Nah, nah. Um, so did Harvey Weinstein and Bill Cosby. So, what are you trying to say? <laughs> oh, shut your mouth, you thong-wearing fatty! Also, the exactly. Oscars. Also, the Oscars can be bought, so like it doesn't really mean what it used to be. I'm, again, what are you trying to say? Because last time I checked, Tyler Perry's an Academy Award winner. Nope, not for acting. <laughs> anyway, back to the audience. Uh, Sh Rebels 08 asks for a John Cena sucks, please. All right, folks. Oh wow, right, we're gonna. Now, pull your headphones out if you're listening with headphones or turn your volume down because the John Cena button is a little loud and we want everyone to know that it's coming in five, four, three. And no, I didn't say two or one intentionally. Who's that Pokemon? John Cena! There you go. We gave everyone ample warning. No ears should be bleeding. Well, I mean, John Cena does suck. Oh, God. He's a fucking Hoover vacuum of wrestlers. <laughs> You're not wrong. Thank you. Uh, Primer, thank you very much for your generous super chat. Oh, God. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Dear two oh, I just wanted to say hi. <laughs> All right, let me read this seriously. Dion, come back. Dear Tupac, I just wanted to say hi. Also, when mom is wrestling with dad's friend in bed, all I can hear is California love blaring from their room. Have a nice day. P.S. Say hi to Biggie for me. Yeah. <laughs> That's back when Jada was still wearing Sassoon. Oh, oh, you know, I share in the official Facebook group, folks, pictures of food, and Nick 
and sorry, Kendo shares a picture of Tyler Perry with an Oscar. That broke my heart today, buddy. <laughs> um, DJ Nieves the Fourth says Amby Hard and Ezra Miller should be a couple with a kid before they go all Game of Thrones on each other. Would you watch Amber Heard and Ezra Miller uh, basically wipe each other out of existence? I'm okay with that. Uh, maybe. Depends on how entertainingly they do it. Yeah, if, if they do it celebrity deathmatch style, then yeah, I'd watch that. Yep, 100%. Will, will their family be more toxic than the Will Smiths? <laughs> That's a good question. No. Well, Ezra Miller can answer that. Now, guys, I'm not going to try to regale you with a story of Ezra Miller uh, being a good Flash or why we like him as an actor or our opinions of him. Go back and listen to earlier episodes of World Class Bullshitters to understand how we feel about Ezra Miller, why we feel the way we do about Ezra Miller. But today we're going to talk about what's happening to Ezra Miller. You guys ready to chime in on this one? Because this is uh, this could be big. So as you guys know, Ezra Miller is in trouble for some alleged assault. But now (laughs) Warner Brothers is getting involved. So this is an exclusive from Rolling Stone. Ezra Miller arrest prompts emergency Warner Brothers meeting about Star's future. So Will Smith isn't the only Hollywood star facing a career backlash in the wake of a public outburst. On March 30th, Warner Brothers and DC executives held an emergency impromptu meeting to discuss Ezra Miller's future with the studio following the Flash star's recent arrest for disorderly conduct, conduct and harassment. According to knowledgeable sources, the consensus in the room was to hit pause on any future projects involving Miller, including possible appearances in the DC Extended Universe. The studio has more than a year before it has to take any more hard decisions about a potential sequel to The Flash, like we really worried about that happening. Warner Brothers also avoided making any key decisions on tent poles ahead of the Discovery taking control of Warner Media in a $43 billion mega merger. Oh, great. Her world's falling apart more. Warner Media chief announced on Tuesday that she's exiting the company. Don't care. So uh, one insider says that Miller has frequent meltdowns during production last year on The Flash. While the insiders stressed that there was no yelling or violent outburst, they described Miller as losing it. Ezra would get a thought in their head and say, I don't know what I'm doing, the insider tells Rolling Stone. According to the March 28th police report, Miller became agitated after patrons at a Hawaiian bar began singing karaoke. Miller shouted obscenities and grabbed the microphone from a 23-year-old woman as she was singing and allegedly lunged at a 32-year-old man playing darts. The 29-year-old movie star was arrested and charged on both counts and was released on on a $500 bail. The incident took place at Margarita Village in Hilo, Hawaii. The day before Miller's Fantastic Beasts and the Secrets of Dumbledore castmates were celebrating the film's world premiere in London. (laughs) Even more troubling, the local couple fled, filed a temporary restraining order against Miller on March 29th. The couple claimed that after Miller's arrest, he burst into their bedroom and threatened them, with Miller saying to the man, I will bury you and your slut wife, according to the report. (laughs) The petition also alleges that Miller stole the woman's passport and the man's wallet, which included a social security card, driver's license, license, and bank cards. A judge granted a TRO the following day. The judge is expected to make a decision on whether or not to extend the restraining order by the end of the month. The Hawaii incidents are the latest in a series of troubling events involving Miller. In April 2020, footage of the actor apparently choking a woman in an Iceland bar circulated on social media. The Justice League star was kicked out of Prioko Coffeehouse Bar, but no arrests were made. Sources say the Iceland footage given 
gave Warner Brothers a pause at the time, but Miller was not kicked off the secrets of Dumbledore like castmate Johnny Depp, who lost his libel case against the British tabloid, which he had referred to the actor as a wife beater. Whoa. Um, that, that We'll just leave it at that. That double standard that exists. Johnny Depp, he's, he's, he's gone. No more big paydays for him. But this guy, we're going to keep pushing forward because Ezra, Ezra, whatever. Why is this guy, I don't know. Why is this guy doing this? So what do you guys uh, think? Because he's got story? some fucking mental problems. That's why. Some or all of them? All of them. He's got all these mental. He he's got a. So he's a combination of a couple of things. One, he's fucking wackadoo, and two, no one's ever whooped his ass in his life to put him back in line. Yeah, I agree with that statement. Kendall, your icon threw me off. I was like, why is what, what did Dion all of a sudden come back? Oh no, that's not what that is. Yeah, no, I uh, see. What, see what had, what happened was I went to upload this picture. I wasn't logged into Streamyards because I'm using uh, my work computer. And so I clicked login and then it dumped me out of the fucking stream and then would let me back in. So then I had to get the code. Anyway, I'm back and there's a picture of an Academy Award winner holding this statue. It's very funny that you brought up someone needing in their ass beat to get put back in line. I cannot <laughs> wait to see you, is all I will say. I cannot wait to see you. No, I'm going to see that judge and get one of them TROs uh, right around my PTO. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it's it's. Listen, I, you know, I, it's definitely one of those things where, um, you know, it's it's troubling because this shit is clearly escalating, right? So, yes. you know, it's it's one of those things where, you know, he 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 needed an ass whooping when this when this started, but now you know he's breaking into people's hotel rooms and 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 confronting people while they're you know asleep and stuff. You know, that stuff tends to escalate. So you know, he 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 does need. To probably you know sit in a jail cell for 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 a day or two to kind of get his shit together because this is Damn. this is getting wild especially you know and again if anything you know especially when you get into the conversation about you know the double standard that he is is kind of being lofted up when guys like Johnny Depp are are getting you know nailed to the cross on this one the other thing that, again people don't really fucking realize is he's lucky you know he's lucky. That he was in a fucking bar somewhere and lunged at a dude. Put the people who play darts aren't known for their goddamn composure. You know, he's lucky he didn't get hurt doing that. And then he's gonna break into someone's room at nighttime. You know, break into a couple's room and talk about he's gonna bury this dude's slut wife. He's lucky he's still breathing. You know, you can't, yeah. you can't, you can't anticipate what someone's going to do when you when you rush him like that at nighttime. You know, and he's he's a very lucky fucking kid. And not to sound like the old guy screaming at the fucking clouds, but you know he's at the point where he needs more than an asshole. But he really needs to to sit his at his little ass in jail somewhere, and and make a decision. You know, do you want to do this for a living? Because I understand being young and having a bunch of fucking money, and, and and I'm sure that's a crazy situation to be in. But you're lucky you are alive, dude. You know, and and I and I really hope he gets what he needs because this this shit this is a one way ticket, son. A one-way ticket. This, this, there is no happy ending here. You keep doing this shit. Someone's gonna do what you're certain they're not gonna do, and no one's gonna give a damn when you cross that line. No one's gonna care about your mental health. No one's gonna care about what you need to do because in that two seconds, someone's gonna see you doing something crazy, and they're gonna try and cut, bust your fucking head open. Yeah. He's a very lucky, very lucky 
person. You know, they're very lucky, but you know, he someone needs to step in here. Someone needs to step in here and and have a damn conversation with him because this is it's clearly escalating. And and you know, even professionally speaking, this this never fucking ends well. Right, and not yeah. to mention the the stealing of the passport. That's like a very illegal crime yeah. at like the governmental level. We're not talking like you ripped off some shit from some dude's backyard and you know, we're talking about petty property crime. You know, stealing passports is that that's like ten years in fucking federal pounding in the ass penitentiary. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean also is uh, do you think um Warner Brothers and those guys are, are worried about, you know, like Pulling him out of the movie are things like that because he's part of the LGBTQ or whatever. Do you think that's a, another concern of theirs? They don't want to seem like yeah. they're against they're against it, they're against them or, or anything like that, and they try to do everything they can. And it's just like, well, fuck it, he's crazy. We got to we got to do something now. I think because, yeah, that's definitely that's definitely yeah. Hard. Because I mean, the, the the video that circulated where he was like, I guess choking the pregnant woman or whatever in Iceland, I was like, that's really fucked up. And then nothing happened. It was there for a couple of days. Everybody talked about it, and then like it was swept under the rug. And like, oh, he's fine now. And then this shit happens. It's kind of like, you know, like like you said, Dion. Like he's gonna have to be sit down because this is the second time where he's not been he's not been injured. He's done some dumb shit. Yeah. But you know, that third time, you know, somebody might beat the shit out of him. They might shoot him. They might kill him. We don't know what's gonna happen. So it's exactly. like how like he needs. To, and, and once again, like he's a celebrity. He can afford really good mental health. I don't give a fuck what the what excuse he gives like that. He's got the money. He can afford the good shit. It's fine. He can go get help if if he really if he really wants it. But like yeah. you said, he's got to make the decisions. Does he want to keep doing this? Is something that he really wants to, or does he just want to be a young dude with a lot of fucking money and you know, it's essentially be like a fucking burnout? Yeah, because it, it ain't the '80s anymore. As much as we love films from the '80s, it ain't even the '90s anymore, dog. You can't, yeah. you you know, people people are fucking wild, and obviously he's he's proof of that, you know. And and you know, you know, and I, don't get me wrong, I'm 100 percent in agreement with with Ken on this. He does need that, but it's you know, it's it's so far past the point of him needing a beating that you know going into people's like that's like just for two seconds you think about someone busting in your door when you're laying in the bed with with your woman you know that's a situation where everybody would be like yeah you know everyone would understand if someone shot somebody doing that or someone busts busts in your apartment late at night and you're fucking groggy and you jump on that dude and you fucking you and you and you break his face like that's that's crazy, crazy levels of shit to get to. And if that's where you're, he's ascending to, you know, the next thing is either he's going to do something way, way more fucking terrible or somebody else is, you know. So, you know, him, you know, him, I'm not surprised. This is what, what Warner Brothers is, is having the conversation on. And, and it really should be something that they think about because if, if, if they don't step in, you know, you need to find somebody who does because this shit is, it, it is not going to end in in the in the cutesy hallmark way where oh he realizes his mistakes and everybody just kind of no someone's gonna lose their shit and they're gonna fuck this kid up real bad yeah and uh, and you know like you know once again like with this being out in the media and everything like that and it being you know everything's you know everybody knows everything very quickly it's it's like yeah if you're especially if you're uncooperative on set um yeah. you have a you have very very few jobs because that's a very that's a very um you know that's a very small group of people who, who who do those things who make movies and who are part of that group that if you're difficult on set or you're not helpful or you're a pain in the ass to work with those jobs will start going away real quick mm-hmm. yep yeah mm-hmm. if, if you're, if, Catherine if, Heigl. yeah if, if you're mm-hmm. too much of a diva and, you, and you're you're not you're not like fucking will smith and like you know the early 2000s level and shit 
they don't give a shit. They'll be like, all right, you're going to not do, you know, instead of doing five movies this year, you're going to do two next year. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's going to keep going down and down and down until you're, you know, fucking Edward Furlong. Right. And, and that's the thing. A lot of this. Sh- exactly. Exactly. You know, and, and that's a big, especially with with young famous people is they tend to keep pushing the envelope. Right. To see how far they can take it. You know, and, and that's you know, that's a that's a really bad habit that so many of them fall into. And again, I don't I don't know the dude personally. So I don't know if there are you know, any, any drugs or anything involved. But damn, man, you know, this, 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 this is not going to end the way you think it is. You know, especially once Warner Brothers washes their hands of this shit, you know, you don't have, you don't have the, one of the biggest production companies in the world backing you up and you bust into a bar with, you know, a dude who doesn't give a shit about the world, you know, that, that's bad news, baby. That's bad news. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, like, you know, uh, Cyborg done fucked up, so I mean... Mm-hmm. It seems like it seems like the entire Justice League, except for Aquaman, is just kind of kind of fucked because Gal Gadot made that whole made you know if, if you can imagine shit uh, Ben Affleck's all over the place, um you know. So. Well, and, and the whole, and the whole and team is the whole team is fucked. The whole team. Listen, yeah, the Justice League is fucking up right now, but you know, and that's a, that's mm-hmm. a good thing to bring up because you know Gal Gadot is fine as shit. She mm-hmm. she can rebound from something stupid like imagine. Because she's good looking and she's doing other shit. The murder on the Nile came out and everything. She can rebound from that. Ben Affleck is Ben fucking Affleck. You know he could he can get shit faced and 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 drunk dial some people, then do do a movie about being a drunk basketball coach and boom. After a couple uh, betting commercials, my man's back in the fucking saddle. <laughs> yeah, fucking you. you know, and that, Ezra does not have that yet. You know, if anything, no. No. he does not have the capital to sacrifice chunks of his career you're still the fucking new guy you're still yeah you're in fucking harry potter you know you're in the harry potter people don't like it fucking much yeah you're the flash right now but baby that other movie ain't come out yet you know and just because you're in the damn trailers for the next phase of the dceu does not mean that you're teflon don man you know so if anything even if you don't want to be a better person you know you gotta you know you are not gal gadot god damn it you might be you know, part of the crew is the flavor of the month right now, but that shit wears out real fucking fast. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. real fast. Yeah, especially when you're on set and people people have to deal with you and you're and mm-hmm. and they, they hear they hear it back they hear it back in the studio if the if the if the studio execs hear that you're difficult to to deal with on set, you're making things run slower. You're you're going mm-hmm. above. You know, you're fucking with their money. Yeah, if you're fucking with yeah, if you fuck with their money and you fuck with their timetables, they will fuck you. Mm-hmm. And not in a fun way. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, like, yeah. Be be thankful you have the job. <laughs> Get your shit together. Go to rehab. Do what you gotta do. Um, but you know, yeah. yeah <laughs> or if wise not, up, keep, kid. Yeah. Or if not, keep doing what you're doing. Fuck up and you know, give give the chance to somebody else who's probably right. better deserving. And someone else will fucking take it too. You know, this isn't. You know, you gotta remember, you're in Hollywood, as you're in Hollywood, man. And everybody might love singing kumbaya and shit on camera, but one of those motherfuckers will take your spot. The second it is fucking offered, you know, they, they, they love uh, they love all the holding hands and changing their Twitter bios and Twitter pictures and backgrounds to certain flags and shit. But if you fuck up, they will take your spot, son. It's a lot closer to fucking JV football in high school than it is <laughs> the fucking campfire in some campground in California, son. They will take your shit. So even if you don't want to be better, 
they will take your shit, especially with the fact that now you, you know, because he's so extra and so flamboyant, you break it into people's houses. The one of the worst things is with these crazy motherfuckers out here in the street, they might recognize you. And they're gonna say, Oh, you're that fucking dude who's that famous little actor bitch who's choking people and breaking into people's houses, and you start some shit with me in this bar. All right, I'm gonna crack your fucking head open because I'm gonna try and get my 15 minutes of fame. You know, yeah. that's the other side that a lot of famous people forget about. When you're not in that bubble anymore, you know, normal people will circle your ass like wolves and you know, talking all this shit and, and being so extra. Now you're taking people's passports and shit. You know, you roll up on someone with that got fucking born to lose on their fucking back. <laughs> they 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 will turn you in the fucking jelly, son. So get it yeah. together. Yeah. Get it together. Break into break into a hotel room with somebody that's sponsored by Walther and it's not gonna end up right. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, damn. Dude to the chest, one to the head. Um mm-hmm. mm-hmm. play with fire, him. man. And you don't run that fast in real life. Yeah. No. You can't outrun a bullet flash. <laughs> nope. Nope. Now, or a motherfucker think, with a bad attitude. Do you think that DC is in a good situation with their multiverse shit where they could just CGI him out and replace him with Grant Gustin? And like, no, no because they know. tried CGing Superman and that worked out really well. Right. <laughs> what I mean they're, is like, they're... what I mean is though, like they write some bullshit story where like we see this flash, like run through this porthole or whatever it is, the speed force, he's going full force and he comes out the other side, a different actor and we never acknowledge it. That's what I think they should do. Oh, you mean like in the next Flash movie? Yeah, I can see him doing that. I mean, in the current one, they should just replace him. Use the word quantum four times to describe it, and you'll be fine. As far as I know, Flashpoint is done. But, you know, I can see Flashpoint coming out. And if they had this conversation. Right, but isn't production done? Dude, all these movies go back into reshoots and all of this stuff. If Warner Brothers has been on. Uh, high alert with Ezra Miller since he choked or allegedly choked the woman in Sweden Wait, or okay, Iceland so or whatever. Replacing the star of the movie is a whole different ballgame. Wow. If, when, if, if, if he's been, not really the star, though. If it's been, if it's been star pushed back to, okay, if, it, if it's been pushed back to pushed back a year, then yeah, they could CG some stuff and do some, you know, copy and paste and cutting here and trimming there. No, and yeah, they're not going to they... redo the whole movie with the with the main dude in it. If anything, I said if this Flashpoint comes out. They the movie comes out and then the next one is where they do the whole hey you know he went in and he looks this way and now he's he's different he's like kibbles and bits but different they're not gonna go back <laughs> and redo the whole fucking movie because you know he, you know that, that that's a cute thing to say but he definitely is the main dude in Flashpoint they're not gonna undo the whole movie and spend that I mean. Yeah. That's that's the whole fucking film. Yeah, it's a year, but that's that's another yeah. hundred and something million fucking dollars. This well, is I mean, the company I'm... that gave Zack Snyder seventy or eighty million dollars to redo just <laughs> and also and also remember Dion, they were shooting uh what was it, the Rise of Skywalker like four weeks before it fucking it came out in theaters. <laughs> they didn't they didn't even they didn't even have it rated uh, like before uh, six weeks before it came out, I think. It was like it was such a shit show as we saw. That's true, well, I mean, but that was Disney. And as far as the other part of that, you know, yeah, they gave him seventy million dollars, but the, that Snyder cut didn't bring in the money they thought it was going to. So if, if if that was successful, I could see that being. But that movie didn't bring that much pennies into the wallet of Warner Brothers. So I don't know if you're going to do that twice in two years. That's you know, that's that's a lot of money in two years to put on the books for fucking reshoots, especially if you're a certain you know you know certain people that were. Uh, 
up there on the executive chain when that shit happens, and it's like, oh, this has happened twice, and you're reshooting this movie again? I, I don't know, man. Then ain't you, you're from Buffalo? That ain't me, I'm from <laughs> Buffalo. That's that motherfucker from I'm Hawaii. Just, I, mean, I mean, I think, I honestly think they're they're still competing with Marvel, and they and they would they would risk it like one more time to do. Mm. I think I, I think even an alternative ending where it's like the other guy instead of Ezra, you know, I think they might they might pull that at the at the very least. I would hope so. I just think this guy has he's like the Flash is fine in the movie, the Justice League, but like literally anybody else could do that role. He's he's right. not what makes the role good. It's just decent. It's competently written. I mean, what do you? And it's not that I'm changing my opinion on this guy because oh, I'm offended or oh, this guy's violent and should lose his roles. It's like no, you were a bad choice for the Flash all those years ago. Again, folks, go back and listen to our 300. Yeah, we were never, episodes. yeah, never fans <laughs> of him. Yeah. And the thing is, we actually don't shit on the movie Justice League. If you go back to 2017 and listen to our review of the film. We gave it what a five out of ten, and my my takeaway soundbite is: I kept watching the movie, waiting for it to get bad, and then it ended, and it was just fine. Like that was the Justice League yeah. movie for me. That was my yeah. experience. Yeah, I think I, I gave it a seven. I mean, it's not a bad movie, and he's not he's not terrible. I mean, he's he's fine as a Flash. He's you know he's not as charming as I would prefer him to be, but you know at the same time, yeah, he's not the fucking you know he's not worth all that. You know if no. if, if 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 the flash in terms of its cultural relevance fucking blew up and the public were just they couldn't get enough of Ezra Miller that'd be a little bit different but you know you are not Gal he's not Gal Gadot so yeah they would not have a problem replacing his ass uh in a second in a fucking second mm-hmm. well i hope yeah. they do well i mean i mean they, they they have a whole year to decide if they want to do anything we might hear it like last minute or something well, if they do do anything you replace Barry Bannon with Barry Badrenath. Yeah. <laughs> if Silo Johnson's involved, the whole thing's gonna fall. Dude, Silo so what? So what? So what? Fucking, fucking, fucking Jay shows up in the in the in the, in the flash suit. Yeah, yeah. Get Jay Tander Seacard to play. Oh my uh, god! The flash and, then, and, and then and then and then Broken Lizard does the next the next like three um, DC movies. I'd be okay yeah. with that. Yeah, you know, you just get a uh, large Farver to play uh, Silo Johnson. You know what? That sounds wonderful. I'd, I'd, I'd give I'd give those guys those fucking contracts. They just I fucking watch that. Yeah, I fucking watch that. <laughs> I mean, all of I mean, I love all their stuff. They, they they've been winners, so I mean, uh, yeah, I'd be okay with it. Yeah, some are better than others. Some aren't that great, but you know, none of them are overly offensive and bad. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Uh, now let's uh, check back in with the audience. Uh, do me a favor, Kendo. Pick a number between one and sixty-nine. Oh, uh, you know what? In honor of Prince Albert returning to St. Louis today, let's give me give me a number five. A number five. You got it, dude. Folks, let's count together. One, two, three, four, five. Guns don't work on Sunday. <laughs> Done. Every time I don't know why, but every time I hear, every time I, every time I see that, I'm just like, I always think of <laughs> donuts. Don't don't donuts. Don't wear alligator shoes. That's that's what I think of every time I every time I hear that one. What a, I need to watch Black Dynamite. Uh, it's still on. It's still on HBO Max. It is on HBO Max because 
I was told to pick out an action movie a little while ago, and I wanted to pick Black Dynamite, but I didn't think she was going to like that. So she's watching Justice League right now in a turn of irony. Oh, God. (laughs) I'm so sorry that you have to hear that movie. Nah, I don't mind. I, I... It's not, like I said, I watched it too, waiting for it to shit the bed like you guys did. And I felt really weird. I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to walk into this podcast and I'm going to think this movie was okay and they're going to hate it and then I'm going to get ripped on. No, we were all in agreement. It just wasn't that bad. It wasn't good, but it wasn't bad. Yeah, I just, it's like, all right, um, Ben Affleck, Batman was great. Cavill, Superman's the same. Gal Gadot, maybe she's not a great actress, but she's a good Wonder Woman. Yeah. Uh, the flat look at cyborg was barely in that cut of the movie uh-huh and that was that's the version of justice league i prefer folks it's shorter there's less cyborg it's shorter yeah it's got it all yeah and and if anything cyborg helps us get heal superman and the and gives us the best scene in the movie when they're all being held our superman's getting ready to whoop all their asses and flash thinks he's cute and goes Tries to do it on that end run, and all of a sudden Superman's like eye turns and says, I see you, motherfucker, and I'm gonna hurt you. That's the best scene in the movie. It was. I I'm thinking about it right now. It's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. So we also have another super chat from our friend. Where did it go? Um Adam Wofford. Coming this year. Dion Black Ass Green stars in the Dark Lord of the Sith. Shot 70 millimeter, co-starring Anna, that Star Wars girl, as Darth Talon. <laughs> I can dig Nick, it. Nick, how many days are you going to be on set? All of them. Yeah. Sorry, I walked away. Um, every day, every day. Yeah. Twice on Sunday. <laughs> I'm just going to live on set. That's all that's going to happen. I'm just going to live there. Anna, do you need some more <laughs> coffee? Uh, it'll be glorious it will be just like Bobby Roode Miss Ninja Julian says sign my ass up we will we'll sign your ass up Mm -hmm. (laughs) GLJ Screwjob says Cena is the mega maid of wrestlers Jeff well so he's going from suck to blow (laughs) suck 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 space balls great Oh god, I love that movie. I might watch that tonight. I got the I got the 4K disc. I haven't checked it out of yet. Of course nice. you do. Of course you do. It's Spaceballs. Of course I do. I have Spaceballs the bumper sticker on my car. <laughs> you have Spaceballs the doll? They never made those, sadly. Do you have Spaceballs the flamethrower? Yeah. Three of them, bro. <laughs> I went to I mean, the store and you... found shit. Wait, I mean, all, 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 all you gotta do is get the boring company um, flamethrower and then put space balls on it. That's it. <laughs> no, let's, let's get space balls the t shirt cannon. Yes. <laughs> well, what we do is we just rent that cannon from them, spray paint it black, and write space balls on the side of it, and then send it back to them and hope they don't notice. Yeah. Like, what's sp- <laughs> you know what they'll do is you'll get a full refund and they'll say, Dear sir. Thank you for making our product even better. We would like to extend a thank you. And a full we can record. now rent it for double. We can yeah. it. There you go. Per the accept or the approval of Mel Mel Brooks' estate, we have now officially. He ain't dead him. yet. Yeah, calm he down, was. dude. Jeez. Yeah, but the, he's not gonna look at more than. Whoa, one whoa, whoa! Come, come on! You're wishing death on a 95 year old man. What's wrong with whoa. you? Jeez. 
It ain't about wishing. It's just about him waiting for the motherfucker to show up. <laughs> God oh. damn, yeah. He old. God damn. I know. You know, I thought I thought Nick's hatred and irrational hatred, I might add, for you know, people of a different, say, background was bad, but come on now. Just hating on the olds. I'm not hating. hating on the olds. The olds, you say. Well, friends of world class bullshitters, young and the olds. Well, <laughs> the fucking olds. Oh, man. Um, sorry, I got distracted. Back to the show, though. Spider Man 4 is on your screen, folks. Yes. There is talk, not talk, but let's just, okay, let's just get into the story. So the internet is a powerful tool. People use it for good. People use it for bad. People use it for wish fulfillment. And that's cool. But there's a lot of hope for Spider-Man 4, directed by Sam Raimi. And it seems like every couple of weeks you hear, you hear something new. You hear something uh, to get you excited. And, you know, there's news. Personally, I feel like um, we're going to get honey-dicked with all this news. But uh, before I get this up, uh, here we go. Uh, we'll just talk about it this way. Spider-Man director Sam Raimi really wants to work with Tobey Maguire again. During an interview with Fandango, Raimi hinted that Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man could return after his appearance in Spider-Man No Way Home. But there aren't any plans. So Raimi is quoted as saying, I've come to realize after making Doctor Strange that anything is possible. Really anything in the Marvel Universe. Any team-ups, he said. I love Tobey. I love Kirsten Dunst. I think all things are possible. Do you guys think this is one of those weird hints at like yo the way this movie goes everything's open now the multiverse is officially going to be a thing at marvel and that's how people are going to talk it's no longer going to be oh my god what's the next big threat it's going to be who can team up with who like do you think there's more to this or it's just you know talking i think there's more to it i don't think we're going to see a lot of team up movies but i think we're definitely going to see you know a lot of what ifs a lot of other universe stuff i think you know you know this and then obviously you know seeing all the um, the fun animated stuff that, that DC is doing. I think we're going to get a lot of other universe versions of heroes, especially you know fan favorites and versions that, that people have been wanting to see for years. So I think, yeah, No Way Home, it opened up the door for Raimi and Maguire, even though I think it's going to happen. It opened up the door for, obviously, you know, Flashpoint's going to be a thing. And, you know, we may even see shit like Batman Beyond and Spider-Man 2099 and, and a lot of stuff. So it, it, it definitely is created a, a, a need that I don't think is going to be the next big thing, but I think we're going to get some fun shit out of it. Yeah, and from what he's saying, it sounds like he's hinting at, like, you know, uh, Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man might show up again in, um, in a multiverse moment or in a, in, a, in, a, in a future movie at some point, maybe in another Spider-Man movie or, or, or anything else. You know, anything else like that. So that might happen. We don't, we don't know. Yeah. Well, we all want a Spider-Man 4. We've been wanting a Spider-Man 4 for a long time. Give us that Spider-Man four. Now, 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 who, who, who was the one always talking about like <clears throat> Evil Dead four? Was it uh, Sam Raimi or was it uh, Bruce Campbell? I thought it was just Bruce that was talking about. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought too. Bruce. That's what I thought too because it, it, like, well, I, th I think it's because at every horror convention that he's asked, he's like, "Yeah, it could happen. It might happen." It's like, calm down, Bruce. Calm I mean, down. I'd watch it. But oh, we'd all watch it. It's like, it's like, what are you gonna do with that story though? It's like. It, well, first you got to figure out what ending. The ending where he sleeps too long, you know, Rip Van Winkle style, or the ending where, you know, Yoshi, bitch, let's go. Both of them are great endings. And 
and we could just you know have him come back. But no, Spider-Man Four. Like- we want a Spider-Man Four. The only problem is who does he fight? Go hmm. uh, Hammerhead, Silvermane. Make it a crime movie. Go. <laughs> I, I, I'm not opposed to that. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. fine. You know that that that'd be fun as hell. I mean, like I said, I'd. I'd but only you know. two villains. Only two villains. We can't have three. You don't even need two. Just get one. Just we Fine, just we'll need do one. one. We'll do one. We'll do one. We'll do one. Yeah, man. Hell, fucking you bring know? the rhino out. <laughs> Fuck. Or hobgoblin. Tried it. Because you know they fucking screwed the pooch with the third one. They they killed Junior Goblin because he was gonna cry, and then you know they took down Venom, which got fucking toe for grace, piece of shit, and then. Uh, you know, Sandman was good though. I got no points there. Yeah, man. Yeah. Like I said, I, it's a possibility. I think I think the door is open for some fun movies. We we may not see, you know, the birth of new franchises, but we we could see some successful, you know, eight hundred million, nine hundred million, a billion dollar movies that 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 people really dig, man. And I, like I said, I'd be down for a Spider-Man four. I, I'd prefer to see Craven with Tom Holland. Um, but you know, yeah, let's do some fucking some goofy shit. Do Tombstone or do you know? Th- there's a lot of shit you can do that's fun, man, and I'm I'm all about it. Yeah, I mean, Superman four or Superman Spider Man four yeah. would be that dude. That would be a billion dollar picture because you'd have me, Jeff, you people people in our age range would be lined up to see that fucking movie yeah, twice man. at least. Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely, definitely. I would uh, sign me up. I mean. It's interesting how the internet has changed because not that long ago, Tobey Maguire sucked and Sam Raimi's Spider-Man movies were shit and nobody likes those old movies and Tom Holland's always been better and John Watts is a better director. Like That was the fucking thing. That was the consensus until No Way Home. Sorry. Yeah, No Way Home uh, dropped. I'm glad that has changed. Now, Spider-Man 3 is shit, but I'm very happy that there is a desire for... Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies. If anything, if I could get my perfect dream world, I'd Spider-Man Four wouldn't get made, but there would just be a dearth of Spider-Man love. Maybe we'd get like some official comic book adaptation. But the reason I wouldn't want a four is because then I'd want five and six and seven, and I want a continuation of my Spider-Man. Well, he's too old. No, I'm older. Why don't I? That's that's the one part I miss about that character is like i used to grow up i was a kid watching an older superhero it's kind of weird watching the younger and younger and younger version like i don't care about high school it was a fine time we all went through yeah. it and i don't need to relive it it's yeah it, it's such a weird thing for them to for them to keep hitting the younger crowd because it's like they don't have any money why are you hitting them why do you keep you know trying to market towards them i guess you want legacy i guess you want more people you know to at, at some point when they get money you want them to give their money to you but that's a long time away give it to us now because we have it you know tiktok bro <laughs> but even then like those kids who are on that all the time don't like there's no money for those kids like they're, they're, they're not doing they're not they don't have any they don't have any of that they don't have any money to spend it's all their parents money we're the ones who you know have have disposable income that they could market towards but they don't and I don't understand that. Like, they, it's, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't. But, you know, I'm just going to enjoy my favorite version of stuff. It's weird how they're finding a way to cater the individual experience in terms of entertainment consumption. But the those other 
those holdovers of the past, the things that brought us all together, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Mans, the things, the shows we all loved as kids, like those are the things that will always rise above whatever corporately produced bullshit they want to sell you. So they want to sell you this new hot star, blah, 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 the new version, the woke version, if you will, if you want to take that word, bring it back into the show. But bring out the old version that we all liked as kids, and that's always going to win because it tugs at the heartstrings. So if, if the, look, if the Spider-Man film brings in a whole new wave of Tobey Maguire love and acceptance and merchandise and movies, then, you know, maybe that'll be the good one. But then where does the buck stop? Because it's like, well, then we're going to have to acknowledge all versions of everything. And then before you know it, we're making sequels to Chris Evans and the Fantastic Four and making sequels to other shit that nobody ever wanted. So it's a double-edged sword. Spider-Man. You know, be the hero we need and just don't come back. I mean, you know, th- but that's no different than what we're getting already. I mean, you know, the 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 Buckshire shit isn't stopping with this, you know, with this catering to, you know, younger audiences and also trying to bring all this other bullshit in. And that's clearly not working. You know, so, I, you know, I, you know, obviously, I think it, it, there'd be a lot more caution depending on the studio for sure. You know, and, you know, is Sony of that merit where they would could get out of hand. Absolutely. But I think, you know, that's a hell of a lot better of a prospect than, you know, what we have coming up. Fucking Miss Marvel. What the fuck is that going to be? Morbius came out. That shit is apparently terrible. You know, who knows what the fuck's going to happen with, with Venom now. I mean, obviously let there be carnage was good, but Morbius is shit. So who knows what's going to happen with the, you know, the extra spider verse, whatever the fuck Sony's calling it. You know, and then I, you know, on top of all that other, you know, family bammy bullshit, you got Disney fucking trying to adjust and censor everything that they've got. They're fucking with the with the the Netflix show. I think the alternative of not going in that direction ain't much better. You know, I say fuck it. Why not? You know, obviously if they get too crazy, just don't go see the movie and they'll and they'll stop it. But you know, the 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 other direction ain't looking as fucking bright. Well said, dude. Well said. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm world-class, baby. That's why you got me on the show, son. Our friend Bill in the Box, thank you very much. He says, all these woke lame kids walking around like they rent to own the place. Cartman, how can I reach these kids? <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm interested to see where the future goes. Like, we're in an interesting it's time. It's the Wild West right now, man. It's the Wild West right now. It's a... It's, uh... Call it the interesting time. I think is a perfect way to say it, man. It is. It's weird. We're we're in a weird place. Well, we can get into a weirder place later. Uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> I should have seen that coming. I should have. You should have. This motherfucker since he was nineteen. Yeah, nineteen years old, and I still didn't fucking see that. Coming. Yeah, dude, your 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 spider sense should have gone off. So he's my venom, man. He, my spider sense doesn't work when he's around. Mm. it never does Dion it never does (laughs) now you say it like that it's all menacing and shit Mm. never does son don't see it never does now folks this past week the Grammys took place and you can clearly hear how excited we are so don't worry we're not going to cover anything about the Grammys exactly (laughs) we missed music's biggest night Nobody got slapped at that award show, so no one cared. Yeah, that's that's why. <laughs> I mean, we can uh, listen. We only have capacity for for one award show every year, and that's the Oscars. And it's the MTV Movie Awards, <laughs> starring uh, Robert Pattinson and Zoe Kravitz for the greatest MTV movie kiss of the decade. Okay, 
Um, sure. We'll see you in June, folks. Oh, geez. Um, <laughs> yeah, and like, yeah, we, we, we only have the mental capacity for, for the Oscars, and that's good. That's, well, that's, that's the reason I brought, we'll see you in June. <laughs> now, the reason I brought up the Grammys, though, is Kendo actually brought this list to our attention, and I thought it was interesting to talk about uh, music because we are the epitome of pop culture, not just geek culture, not just Star Wars, not just wrestling, uh, all of entertainment. So I thought I'd share this top 10 list before we get into our final. Uh, end of the show so the 10 greatest musicians who died before 30 now when i read these names you can uh, tell me who you or if you like any other music uh it also ties in together with our friend jada pinkett smith so number 10 on this list is ronnie van zant any fans i mean they had some decent tunes but most people just scream and then that they probably no the Skinner's okay, but you know there's way better Southern rock bands than Skinner. Almond Brothers. Number nine, Hank Williams. Yeah, I'll give he you. He died that before one. he was thirty. I didn't realize that. Neither did yeah. I. I didn't even know he was dead. I'm just kidding. I know Hank Williams. <laughs> um, I mean, you tried to you, you tried to make Mel Brooks dead. Jeez. Right. I didn't try. <laughs> oh, number nine. Shit. Look, I didn't try. Don't don't put words in my mouth. I'm going to get Spaceballs the t-shirt cannon and shoot 20 of them in your direction. <laughs> It'll make it yards. <laughs> My face hurts, but I'm happy. Hey, you got WCBS t-shirts on. <laughs> um, number eight, Richie Valens. Mm. Yes, just because of the potential that was there. Yeah, yeah. Number six. Sorry, I can't count. Number seven, Tupac Shakur. I mean, there's a lot of great songs. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't know if I'd have him at seven, but you know, I don't know if I'd put him. Yeah, above. probably a little, probably a little bit higher, man. Honestly. Yeah, I mean, that's there's a lot of, yeah. Seven's seven's an interesting spot. Well, number six is Otis Redding. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Because he was like twenty six. Next up is Janis Joplin. Now, I keep forgetting she, she was. I, well, I don't know about all that, but yeah, I, I, I'd probably have her a little bit lower, but yeah, I yeah, damn, I, I forgot she was part of the twenty seven club. Yep, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I agree. She, she should definitely be lower. <clears throat> Number four, we have Buddy Holly. Definitely, yep. because again, it's like the Richie Valens thing. Buddy Holly was twenty two. Richie Valens was seventeen. They were already sort of stars. Buddy Holly was definitely a star. Richie Valens had just become a star. And the fucking rock and roll that they could have made in the 50s and into the 60s would have been incredible. It would have been so much, it would have been a much different decade. I mean, what do you think the British invasion would have been like? And it definitely wouldn't have had as much of a hold if those two no. motherfuckers are alive. Because they, yeah. like, like Kendo said, they were, you know, to, <laughs> to use a wrestling term, those dudes were white hot. You know, and obviously, yeah. you know, you got Soul coming up, and that's a good thing that Otis Redding's on the list too, because he was, he was, Motown was he coming. was getting there, and oh, Motown yeah. was on the way. You got that shit during the British Invasion. It's a, it's a different storyline. Well, even then, I think what was it? Didn't, uh, didn't, didn't those guys um, did listen to a lot of Muddy Waters and things like that to get to get their oh, yeah. sound? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, probably. Mo yeah, dude, just about all, all, almost every rock song or rock and roll song in the fifties was inspired by blues. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. But yeah, I mean, yeah, Buddy, Buddy Hall and those guys died in a, on that plane, that plane crash, man. That sucks. But I agree with you guys. Yeah. If, if they would have uh, um, been around still, 
the British invasion probably wouldn't have happened or been very subdued. There, there may have been a a nice competition between both sides, and you know, it would have been it would have been fun to it would have been fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Now, number three on the list is my personal favorite, Jim Morrison. I like the Doors quite a bit. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that was they yeah, they, they, they were in a, they were kind of going through a, a bit of a renaissance themselves because they put out a. Riders on the storm and everything right around the time that he died, and they just put out a brand new album. So like, they were coming back, and then I didn't realize you know, that was so close to his death. Yes, it was. It was. It was like the last thing they put out because I think Morrison Hotel might have been the last album they did before he died. No, I like I said, I'm up on the doors. I just don't know what every. I don't know which album has which you know song. So, um, a greatest hits guy where I've bought all their. I bought the greatest hits and then downloaded a bunch of their music legally because I like the Doors. Uh, number two, Kurt Cobain. I uh, not at number two, but I, I can see him being maybe maybe ten. You know, grunge was such a flash in the pan, but I, yeah, I wouldn't have him at number two. But I, I can I can see why someone would put him on the list. Yeah, yeah. So my thing is this: um, he's way overrated because of how he died and because yeah. of yeah. where he was. Where, where Nirvana was at when he died. Um, but people always forget the massive silver lining that came from Kurt playing the shotgun, allegedly. Uh, we got the Foo Fighters, who I find to be a far superior group to Nirvana. Yeah, they're, they're a lot of fun. Hey, they, they had a movie that came out recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Horror movie. Yeah, it was called yeah, John Carpenter 666. did the music. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, and I, I yeah, I enjoy the Foo Fighters way more than, than I do um nirvana i mean nirvana has nirvana has a handful of really good songs but i just i just like the Foo fighters more yeah nirvana's got a couple good songs you know they're they're the band that that hot chick you are really into likes you know yeah 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 she's like i love i love love a couple of the songs but it's like damn like you know yeah the 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 kind of alternative punk chick that like you know it's like read about read about her kirko band ocean she's like oh i love him so much it's like Mm -hmm. yeah he's got a rocking body yeah you're like i can listen to some nirvana yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cuz I mean that's that's the benefit that, you know, that happened was because so grunge was eventually going to die out. All that angsty yeah, I'm going was... to do drug shit was going away. So had Kurt not died, he would eventually they would eventually just kind of turn into like a band that was just there and we probably wouldn't have got the Foo Fighters or at least not got them as soon as we did. That's true. Yeah, because yeah, you, you, you're probably right. Because yeah, because yeah, grin, yeah, grunge was a kind of flash in the pan for a minute. It was the part of the '90s really big, but it was like it it, it came up and then went down real fast. But yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, after at some point they would have broken up and we we would have got the fighters later. I just love that that first Foo Fighters album is just Dave Grohl. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah, Dave man. Grohl plays yeah. every fucking instrument and yeah, sings. Man. Well, he's the best musician of our era. I'm glad he's yeah. still with us because he keeps look. Uh, I'll joke it aside. The, I'm glad he's here because he keeps putting out interesting stuff. Maybe he's not putting out, uh, you know, songs of the same caliber they put out ten years ago. But up until the passing of Taylor Hawkins, like the Foo Fighters were kind of like this weird forever band where whenever they came back out, you're like, oh, cool, the Foo Fighters are back. Like I like their music. They're just and they're not generic enough to where they like sound like other shit. They. Yeah, some of their songs are like, you know, rock songs like everybody else's, but they were very unique. Dave Grohl's voice was cool, and I'm, I'm a big fan. I wish I had the opportunity to see them perform uh, before, you know, a couple weeks ago because they were on my bucket list for bands. 
Now, now number one on the list is, in my opinion, the best guitar player ever, Jimi Hendrix. Uh, you guys like Jimi Hendrix? Oh yeah. Yeah, I remember. Um, what the 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 thing I remember him being kind of famous for was the um, his guitar version of the the anthem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that being a, a we'll thing. Put him on the, the map. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> a lot of drugs too. A lot of drugs. Yeah, a lot of drugs, but just brilliant guitar playing, iconic songs. Again, the thought of what could have been had he <coughs> died. I mean, the albums that he would have been able to put out with the experience. I mean, it would have been fucking great. Yeah, the the especially the collaborations uh, later on. You know. Yeah. yeah. The seventies would have been different if hell if Jim Morrison didn't die and the door stuck around. The eighties would have been interesting because they had a lot of electronic music they were doing. Uh, hell, even Dude, uh, ima- imagine the rest of the seventies with the Doors and Jimi Hendrix still alive. Shit, yeah. man, that's fucking nuts. That's fucking. Nuts. They, they would have. They would have gone. Yeah, you know, they would have gone to that electronic thing. Oh, dude, it would have been. Dude. It would have been insane. It would have been insane. Yeah. yeah. And the travel. Imagine Jimi Hendrix and the Doors. Dude, imagine Jimi Hendrix and the Doors in the MTV era. Fuck, man! Like, holy shit! How crazy would music be if just just those two are still alive? That's fucking what, insane. How do you think if they stay alive? How do you think the impact of or how do you think that impacts Michael Jackson? You know, what if music's different to where that sound just doesn't work? Thriller doesn't become the biggest single artist album ever, and the '80s is a whole different decade. He doesn't become white. <laughs> well, well I mean, he might stay black. He might well, stay and, black. And, 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 and also. Think, Go ahead. I, yeah, I think I think what happened is that we would still get Michael Jackson, but not the, the capacity we, we you know we got him where he was like this giant star for like decades. He would be there, but like not as high up as we've seen him. We might get a few things here and there. I don't know if we'd get Thriller or any any crazy music videos. That that might be that may, might be like his that might be one and done that he he, he would do and never do any bigger ones after that. Because I think I, I think he's still on par for the most expensive music video, which is like seven million dollars, some shit like that. Um, I, still, I think we still get Michael Jackson because you know I think the the thing to remember is Michael Jackson was pop, and then he still had at least until um, Thriller he had Motown behind him. So I think we yeah, still get we still true. get Michael Jackson. I think that the the genre that gets the most affected is I think if the Doors and Hendrix don't die, I don't think we get hair big hair glam metal doesn't have as much of an impact. I think okay okay you know I think we still get Michael Jackson and shit, but I think we don't get. You know, you know, maybe we still get Guns N' Roses, but shit like Poison and all these other bands. I think, I think the Doors and Jimmy would be fucking. They would, they would have the '80s on lockdown in terms of rock and roll. You know, and and so many of these fucking hair band, metal bands yeah. don't even don't even pop up. That would change. So that, would change that would change. That would change the whole. That would change. I think. I think we still get the hair bands though, because the hair bands were a response to the thrash metal. Yeah, but I think, but I think they would be more. They would be lower down. They wouldn't be as high up. Right. You'd hear, you'd hear about them here and there. They would be like not really house shows, but they'd be smaller venues kind of thing. And you'd see, you'd hear them, and it would take them a lot, lot more to get up. But, well, then you'd have to look. Well, you have to go further back than that because metal was born out of the British invasion that we were talking about in the '60s because we got the Beatles and then we got the Stones, but then we got Zeppelin, which was of harder at times version of that but we also got sabbath which was the birth kind of sort of of the metal genre so then metal evolved through the 70s through that and then we got the thrash shit in the early 80s and the hair i don't thrash shit is not shit fucking thrash metal 
right here. Um, <laughs> but you know, the glam metal shit was an offshoot of that, and then we got Bon Jovi. Don't even fucking start on that. Oh Jesus God, shit, you don't like Mr. Bovine Joni? I fucking hate Bon Jovi. It's pink yeah, metal, it's, is what it's, I call it's, it. It's weird. The only it's people weird. that like Bon Jovi are women and guys that can't have sex with him but want to. Oh God, um, <laughs> it's it's weird to think about this because you're changing the entire music landscape that we kind of grew up with and kind of know to something different i mean it's not bad it would just be different and it's really interesting to think about that because you, yeah, the man. whole the whole sound would change i mean and even then you're affecting in that in that way you're also affecting movies and their soundtracks as well too so you're affecting all the 80s movies uh beverly hills cop goonies uh everything you're affecting all the way through with the the music they would use for those movies then does, sure. does, does uh, hang on, hang on. Does Hollywood Hogan still come out to Voodoo Child? That's a good question. That's a really mm-hmm. good question. I mean, if we're, you're talking about changing the landscape, wrestling is definitely going to be a lot different, you know. But yeah, I, you know, I, if, especially if it's Hendrix, you know, he probably becomes the first black dude on MTV, you know. So That's instead true. of it being Michael Jackson, yeah. you know, it's Jimi Hendrix, you know fucking setting the goddamn guitar on fire on stage you know like i said it, you know maybe maybe hair metal still still comes around but Jimi hendrix with some of the fucking music video directors from the 80s goddamn that that well, that changes a lot of shit and you know yeah maybe it's still around but I, you don't I, I don't think you get you know that the, the bon jovi were wearing super tight pants and 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 that that goofy bubblegum rock and roll shit because Jimmy and the Doors would still be fucking wilding. Well, okay, and 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 imagine this. Okay, you remember when like Santana came back in like the early two thousands? Don't get me started on that. I'm just no no no. Thing. I'm just saying it happened. I'm just saying it happened. I'm, I'm not a fan Santana. of it. I'm just saying it happened. Oh, I love no. I love Santana. Don't get me wrong. I love Santana. I don't like the douchebag from Matchbox Twenty that made that song. <laughs> and Same. but imagine, like, but the imagine whole fucking thing about Santana was two songs that had nothing to do with Santana except he played the fucking guitar. But imagine and they overplayed that, the shit out of it. But imagine that might be Hendrix if he didn't die. Yeah, but you know, well, no. Santana's. Santana's still good, though. I'm not gonna, you know. No, no, I'm not. I'm yeah. I'm not saying that wouldn't exist. I'm just saying that 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 might that that part might be taken over by Hendrix if 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 he did if he didn't die. But that would require Hendrix to fall down the rabbit hole and disappear and then get resurrected. And I would like to think that Hendrix would sit there and look at Matchbox Twenty and say, "Fuck you." Yeah, me too. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Yeah. It's just it's it's merely it's merely a thought here. He's hating it's really a thought. It's a dude. It's just. It's him. just. And he hates, you know, Jimi Hendrix and wants him to pair up with Matchbox Twenty. No, it's just a thought. It's just. A, it's just a thought I had. That's all it was. It's. What's your thoughts on Rob a... Halford? You don't like. You, you don't like them either. <laughs> you got another <laughs> thing coming if you don't, dude. That's don't right. Me. You will never be his turbo lover. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. No, it's just. It's just a thought I had because I remember. I remember that happening for a second. I was like, huh. Oh, I wonder. Fuck. I wonder. If Cosmic hit. What if? What if? What if fucking Jimi Hendrix is playing guitar on "Beat It"? Oh my god! Oh. Fucking a! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, he might. Yeah, he 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 might have. You know, once again, he might like uh, what Michael Jackson's doing, and, and 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 then be his. Then you know, be his guitar player or help him out with that a couple man, songs. Man. That's yeah. That's fuck. We could, oh dude, we could have had Jimi Hendrix playing on a Michael Jackson. Oh fuck! Yeah. Uh, cut. Cosmic Vader, you got another one right on there. And uh, one, I own a Cliff Burton T-shirt. And number two, the landscape of Metallica would be so much different, and they wouldn't fucking suck since about 1991. 
Oh, now, man. Folks, yeah, it would. Yeah, it, it's yeah, it would just. It's it's just an interesting conversation. That's, that's all. Yeah. So, <laughs> folks, if you like these what ifs, join us each week. We will have multiple what ifs, including our show soon for Patreon. What if wrestling, where we will start off with what if Kane won the 2001 Royal Rumble, and you know if if you like these tor- sorts of things, you can send us what ifs, and we will riff on those. Uh, you know, it's like our other favorite game here on the channel, Fuck Mary Kill. We love to play Fuck Mary Kill. We love when you guys send in the hardest. <laughs> Those are fun. so much more fun, though. Yeah. Fuck Mary Kill is great, but this is great too. So uh, just send them in, send in your what ifs, and we will uh, come up with our own too. Now, I did forget to read the super chat. Mary loves a reshad Dion. I'm making Kendo roll up in a tank. Who's here for the reshoot? <laughs> <laughs> well, what kind of shoot you talking? A re reshoot. Okay. Um, give me, give me, give me, give me twenty minutes. I'll be, I'll, I'll be good to go. Wait, is he I'll suggesting we shoot? Never mind. Yeah, this isn't clerks. Don't worry. This ain't that type of party. Adam Walford, thank you very much again for your generous ten dollars super chat. Adam says, "What if they did Carnage Saga, but Spider Man Three didn't happen, and just that Venom was around and Carnage was destroying New York, and Spider Man and Venom had to team up to stop him, and they also have Black Cat." It'd be a fucking good movie. It would be cool to see Spider Man and Venom in. Look, I do want to see Maximum Carnage in the movie. It's just got to be done right. But I'm on board, man. That's a great storyline from the '90s. Yeah. Yeah, and also Black Cat would would have you know would would be you know would be a very nice looking woman. So I, I, I'm down with that. Yeah. Would they actually cast a woman like a hot looking woman, or would they cast like to appease the Mary Sue? I mean, if, if they're if they're doing it back then, um, I, th- I think they'd cast a hot looking woman. So, well, uh, maybe one day we'll find out. But no, I would I do want to see another Spider Man movie that's action heavy i understand you need movies to be complex and deep and have interesting characters and stuff but let's have the next spider-man movie balance out what no way home kind of missed because it's a good movie but it ain't perfect bill in the box thank you very much he says stones got their name from a muddy song no they got it from a bob dylan song oh taylor haha 69 says Thrash metal is king. Dave Mustaine is God. I'll give you that. The best thing that Metallica ever did was fire Dave Mustaine because then it gave us Megadeth. And they were able to still be fine when they hired Kirk Hammett. Uh, He's the... I was reading... Or I was looking at something about him, and you could see like how he's this huge comic collector. And so I always... Even though I'm not a big Metallica fan, I like that that guy collects comics that are like the top... He's what Nicolas Cage wanted to be because Nicolas Cage collected these super rare comics but couldn't keep his shit together. I think didn't Kirk he, didn't he buy an original copy of like Action Comics one or some crazy shit too? Yeah, he did. Yeah, Nicolas Cage bought it and then he had to sell it because of tax reasons. <laughs> so we also have another question slash what if. Actually, no, that, that's next. Uh, Adam Wofford, thank you very much. He says, punk would be different or gothic metal changes too. Um, yes, because the punk movement was really kind of a backlash and a... It, it well, punk grew out of, out of England, right? Yeah, yeah. And 
it it kind of grew out of the malaise that a lot of the rock music had turned into by about the mid to late 70s. So, yeah, I mean, it probably know. doesn't get as popular in the States, but I think it'd still be be popular in, in the, across the pond. I mean, you're still going to have, you know, fucking Johnny B. Rotten ain't going to fucking be <laughs> silenced because of Hendrix. I mean, it, but yeah, I mean, it's probably not as popular for sure. Now, a uh, few more. From our friend Primer, what if Tupac or Biggie never died? Uh, Will Smith wouldn't exist. <laughs> I mean, well, he, no, Will Smith would be fine. Jada Pinkett Smith would be married to someone else. Correct. <laughs> right. And Will right. Smith? Never mind. I mean, I'll rap start. is I'll a lot different. Yeah. Rap is gang- a lot different. Yeah. yeah the, the gangster rap of the 90s, that movement goes on a lot longer than it did. And it doesn't cross it. I mean, it was already crossing. You probably, the, it crossed you probably the have more of a. You probably have NWA. more of a more of a fight between East Coast and West Coast rappers, like in a musical way. Hopefully, not well, a yeah. <laughs> I, well, I think too. Southern rap doesn't become no. doesn't come out of where it is. I mean, if, if Biggie and Tupac don't die, you know, they probably obviously take up a lot of awards that that acts like Outkast don't get. And if Outkast yeah. doesn't doesn't um, because what was that, the Vibe Awards or whatever, you know, if, does the does, does Southern rap become a thing? You know, it might get delayed a little bit, you know, so, it, yeah, I mean, and but also, you know, who knows how popular, how mainstream rap becomes, you know, do they, does rap become a lot more mainstream with, you know, Tupac and Biggie talking shit all the time? Probably not. I mean, it, it's kind of tough no. to, to see, but, you know, it definitely... It definitely stays, you know, those those lyrical geniuses. It's definitely different. It's definitely different. It might take a little yeah. while to get popular in, in the suburbs, but it's it's it wouldn't it's take it, it wouldn't take long because I mean you have the height of well not really the height but like yeah kind of the height of of, uh, of MTV then and the music videos and then those become big and then those guys will probably make more music videos and they'd be on the channel a lot more and more controversy and things like that and then you know everybody wants to be part of it so. Mm-hmm. It would yeah. catch on a lot quicker, I think, because yeah. of that aspect. Well, mainstream wise, it wouldn't have caught on as well because it would still be getting vilified as being violent and this and that and the other thing. Yeah, it but still uh, be, I think it would still be it, big in the suburbs because of people that look like me. We're the ones that made it popular. And then <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it would like it's, it, yes, it would it would have it would have had it would have had a big following, but it wouldn't have we wouldn't have gotten what has essentially become pop rap where it's like, yeah, you know, true. the stuff has got its own stations. It's featured heavily in places like that. Cause it would be still seen as it would essentially still be getting vilified the way punk rock was all the way up until like the mid eighties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or until the early nineties when green day came along and saved it. Oh, God. Um, yeah. But I think, but I, I also think with, with, with the, vil- the villainization of rap then, and once again, you know, uh, the 90s happening and TV and stuff, I think the, there's more access to it then. And, you know, like you said, uh, I, I just I just think, think it would become bigger and stay 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 alive longer because of it. Yeah. Because yeah, of the controversy. If they don't, because if they of don't die, yeah, mumble rap takes – I don't think mumble rap comes around because you've got yeah. Biggie and Tupac in their fucking 40s still dropping albums. Yeah, I, I think the bar is a lot different, you know. I, it, 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 the, the whole SoundCloud thing may or may yes. not. 
You would you wouldn't wow. have as many SoundCloud you wouldn't have as many SoundCloud rappers offering you their demo tapes on the street. Right. I mean, it, they, a lot of dudes would have to step their fucking game up. Well, what do you think would happen with 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 like record labels and studios like Death Row Records and things like that? What do you think would happen with that? Well, Suge Knight still goes to jail. <laughs> right. Suge Knight definitely goes to jail. That guy cannot help himself. That's true. Listen, that's true. The, the, the shit like Napster, I think, happens a lot faster because if you if there's ever a genre that's like, yo, fuck Holy the shit, system and fuck true, these yeah. dudes taking my money, it would be someone like fucking Pac or Biggie. You know, I mean, Biggie probably stays with Bad Boy, but I think 100% Pac eventually tells um, Death Row, go fuck yourself. And he starts, you know, fucking online and buying online probably happens a lot faster. Shit, dude. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, he probably invests in that and then becomes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. That's I think crazy. the important thing to remember is Pac didn't die. He changed his name to Machiavelli. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched I've watched so many fucking YouTube videos on that. Dude, that was like I remember back in high school. There was like yeah, yeah, like, exactly. It was <laughs> always shit. you'd see some kid in a Tupac shirt screaming about Tupac, You're like yo, he's dead, and they'd be like, no nah, man, he changed the name to Machiavelli. He's got like five albums coming out. It's like okay, oh, God. <sighs> yeah, I hope the guy people who enjoyed not... the music segment. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, the people fun. who the, the the dude who. uh <laughs> who wasn't smart enough to not admit committing a crime on MTV live television isn't smart enough to fake his own death. Right. <laughs> yeah. The guy, the dude that loved being in the spotlight and enjoyed the fame is not going to fake his own death and go into hiding. Exactly. 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 If he if he'd have fucking faked his death, he'd have been like, "Hey, yo, fake out, motherfuckers! I'm still alive. My name is Earl Johnson now. Fake out. Next album." Yo, I still fucked your bitch. Yeah. T- <laughs> Ten years later, when Twitter and YouTube become a thing, do you think Tupac's still going to be hiding? <laughs> God. Exactly. There's, there's many more boxing events for him to get into a fight at. Right. <laughs> right, up, right up there with people that Elvis didn't do drugs and didn't die. He, he, he went off to an island somewhere. It's like, no, he died on the shitter. <laughs> he yep. was a pillhead. Everybody around him was like, "Yeah, that dude took like fifty pills a day, and, and he loved the taste his, of heroin. Yeah, <laughs> and he loved the taste of fried peanut butter banana sandwiches and fried chicken. Oh God! So <laughs> if it wasn't the pills, it was it was those eating habits. Yeah. <laughs> hey Elvis, what are you gonna die of pill overdose or heart problems? <laughs> a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Woo! Overdose or diabetes? Both those trains are coming, and you're standing right in the middle of the tracks. (laughs) And you ain't leaving. (laughs) I am. So, uh, actually, let's see where we are and uh, put this baby to bed soon. So our friend Adam Wofford is next. Denzel Kenyu has a question. Do you like Huey Lewis in the news? <laughs> mm. Huey's too black sounding for me. <laughs> it is well, their, their early work was a little too new wave for my taste. And, but when sports came out in '83, I think they really came into their own commercially and artistically. I was, I I was waiting, I was waiting for either, either you or Kenneth to do that. Nah. 
I always, I, I always got the initial line from when Willem Dafoe asked him about Huey Lewis in the news. Jeff can take care of the monologue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that scene so fucking much. Oh, God. Hey, That's Paul! Tough, what? <laughs> <laughs> Now I'll try to get a table with Dorsey, you stupid fucking bastard. <laughs> I fucking love that movie so much. Uh, Jerry Lynn's best, best acting with, with a bat in his forehead. You got newspaper all over the floor. You got like a dog or something, like a chow. No. Yeah. Is, that a, is, that a, is that a raincoat? Yes, it is. <laughs> in 87, Huey released this for their most accomplished album. I think they're undisputed masterpieces. Hip to be square. <laughs> I fucking love that scene. That dance he does, too. Yes. Like, yeah, a little fucking dance. Oh, God. So God, bad, but yeah, so and you know good. what? And you know what? God bless anybody who cosplays that guy because you're running around in a fucking suit and a raincoat and, a, and yeah. holding a fake axe all day. Like, that's... A clear that's raincoat. Not, not, a, not a regular raincoat that's usually, like, yellow or orange, you know, to make yourself noticeable... In the middle of a rainy night, so you don't get hit by a car. No, you're wearing a clear raincoat. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> that might be our closer for tonight's show. Dig it. So, folks, let's check out what else we got. Uh, Adam Walford, thank you very much for your $5 super chat. He says, here's one. If Jimmy was alive in living color that made cult of personality and rap wouldn't have become as big as it did. Hmm. So I think what he's saying is if you have Jimi Hendrix is this this guy, you know, this huge rock star, maybe I don't know, black kids would be more interested in what he's producing and maybe there's a different type of music. Is that what you're they wouldn't have made hip hop? Is that what you're trying to say? Because it's an interesting take. I mean, if, if, but, you know, people got to remember hip hop came out. They were sampling a lot of these old records. So, you know, I think it, while that's a possibility, I think it's an equal possibility that hip hop probably starts a lot fucking harder imagine the sugar hill gang or some of these other mcs sampling hendrix like the shit that he would have came out with like that yeah, yeah. that shit would be dangerous so you know if anything it might have it might it might jumpstart hip-hop especially the way that jimmy was he might have fucking loved it he'd been like yeah let's do some shit with run dmc or something you know so oh, who knows? yeah <laughs> that would have been Oh, man. Fucking imagine if imagine if it's Run DMC and Jimmy instead of Run DMC and Arrow. Oh shit, dude! That right? That'd be that that'd be some shit. That'd be amazing. Well, that's the world we can all imagine about living in, but uh, we don't live in it. But our friend Adam Don Jones fucked us over. I know, right? <laughs> I don't work for Dick Jones. Adam Proctor, thank you very much. He says nothing changes. Other bigger '60s acts lived. Hmm. Huh. Interesting take as well. So, folks, I think we're going to call it a night. It's been a nice three-hour episode. Uh, Dion, is there anything you want to say before we put this baby to bed? Uh, yeah, come check out our Twitch. Uh, right now, Hillary and I are having fun there, bullshitting around. Obviously, the boys are going to jump in there more often as we get more settled in with the, with the world opening up and more games coming out. Uh, I'm definitely going to be getting an Xbox here really soon. So we can so we can play some goofy shit together. So check us out on Twitch. Yeah, man. Um, whenever whenever you do that, um, we definitely need to get some Halo going on for sure. Oh yeah. yeah, amen, amen. You know, um, either 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 the the newest one or the uh, Master Chief uh, box, whatever. We need to get something going. Nick, how's the show treating you? 
<laughs> Dude, I, I haven't watched the second or third one because like the first one pissed me off so bad. Oh shit! Because, <laughs> well, because the first half of it is is like you know it's very it, the problem is it's very nostalgia heavy because you play the game you see him like you see him like drop from the fucking sky and like one knee and do that like you know hero pose, and then um you know he's 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 getting he's getting fired on by the by the covenant and and you hear that you hear the 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 game noises of the shield, and somebody who plays the game like you know what that noise is. And you're all excited and things like that. He's calling out things. He's calling out stuff to the other guys and just you know killing them. And like the way the way they kill the the, the covenant is super violent, super violent. There's blood everywhere. It's awesome. And then Ooh. it gets then it gets halfway into the show where like he touches he touches the the artifact and apparently it fucks with him and he becomes more human or some some shit like that and loses a connection with um, the USMC. And they give him a, an order to uh, they give him an order and he doesn't take it. And he goes against it, and I don't know. He takes off his he takes takes off his helmet immediately, and it's kind of like you're just some dude in a fucking suit. It it, it immediately is not interesting anymore. <laughs> well, silver you lining, know. you didn't pay for it. That's that's true, and I, I thank you a lot for that. Um, but it's I don't know, man. I, I watched the first episode, and I was like, the first half of it was awesome. It was action packed, and it was great. And then it shit the bed <laughs> in the second half. And I haven't watched another episode since because, like, I just don't, I just don't feel like it. I just don't want to go any further and have it have this thing that I've been that I've loved for twenty years ruined completely for me. Because Disney's done that with Star Wars. I can't. I I don't even want. I mean, I've I've not watched Star Wars in so long. I just don't care anymore. I don't want to see anything from it. You know, that's well, what Disney Star Wars has done for me. It's like I don't care about the the original ones either anymore. I just don't care. You know, so I don't, I, I don't want that to happen with Halo because it's still a big part of my life. Me and my brother and our friends played, and I, and we're gonna play. You know, hopefully on Twitch. And I was like, I don't want that ruined because of this show. Uh, so, folks, be sure that you check that out, and make sure that you guys are following us on all the social media platforms. I shared a photo on social media on Twitter this week. Uh, some Wokebusters magnets; those are here. Uh, pages are being worked on. It's great. I'm excited to bring you the comic book, the funniest comic book of 2022. If you really love the channel and you want some more content, do this for yourself. Actually. Uh, go get yourselves a copy of Wokebusters. It is the funniest comic of 2022. And if you don't know what it is, well, it's us versus the media. We're saving society from itself. There is a house in New Orleans. They call the rising sun.
children Oh uh-huh.